ज्ञानांजनशलाकया चक्षुन्मील तस्म श्रीगुरव नम नम ओं विष्णुपादा कृष्ण प्रेष्ठा भूतले श्रीमते भक्ति वेदातस्वामीनामिने नमस्ते सारस्वते देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषून्यवादी पाश्चातिणे जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु निद्वैतगदाधर श्रीवासादिगौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा कृष्ण कृष्णा हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा राम राम हरे हरे सो वेलकम टू दिस सेकंड एपिसोड ऑफ द स्ट्रेंथनिंग फाउंडेशंस सीरीज सो टुडेज टॉपिक इज गोइंग टू बी द मंगलारती सॉन्ग सो टुडे लिटरली वी आर फॉलोइंग द सेफ डिस्टेंसिंग मेजर्स क्वाइट सीरियसली they're actually coming into legal effect from tomorrow in singapore um where we can't even have a gathering in the temple so right now i'm doing just this live stream and this is how it's going to be the new normal for the next one month here in singapore i think many of the countries they've already implemented this but in singapore it just came into effect so we will do just this live stream and um, everyone can tune into this so last episode on friday on saturday we have uh, studied the importance of or the significance of shila prabhupad's name so i hope you all remember that because um these are for remembering and also for continued continued remembrance not just um that was a nice class and then that's it no it's not going to be like that uh it's best i i would suggest it it will be best if you can take notes and in that way you can refer to them over and over again until you completely remember them so his divine grace krishna kripa murti then there is ac abhay charanarvinda the fearless lotus feet of krishna and um, bhakti vedanta which means the end of knowledge and also to in fact vedanta is understood you know in three phases the absolute truth vadanti tat tatvavidas tatvam yajnanam yad gyanam advayam brahmeti paramatmeti bhagavanati shabdyate so the absolute truth is understood as impersonal or localized or as a supreme personality of godhead impersonal means the brahma jyoti localized means the paramatma sitting in everyone's heart and bhagavan means the supreme personality of godhead so although one may understand vedanta like the mayavadis you can sit down here no? although although vedanta can be understood by the mayavadis but to understand the bhagwan feature of the supreme personality of godhead one must one must take to bhakti so bhakti vedanta means one who is a complete self realized devotee of lord krishna then we have swami meaning the controller of the senses and finally prabhupad uh which has two meanings one at whose ma- uh, one at whose feet masters sit 
and one who sits at the feet of the Supreme Master. So, and then Srila also we have seen. Srila means uh, Srimate and Leela. Srimate means one who is blessed by the Goddess of Fortune and only a devotee is blessed by, Lord, uh, by the Goddess of Fortune, devotee of Krishna. And um, uh, Leela, all the, past, all the activities of such a self-realized soul are on the same platform as the Supreme Lord. When Krishna comes here, he doesn't, ta- he doesn't come under the law of karma, namam karmane limpanti. And a pure devotee also is beyond the um, jurisdiction of karma. Namam karmane limpanti, name karma phale spriha, itimam yobhi janati, karma bhir nasabadhyate. That is explained in the uh, fourth chapter of Bhagavad Gita. There is no work that affects me, nor do I aspire for the fruits of action. Krishna is speaking. One who understands this truth about me also does not become entangled in the fruitive reactions of work. So, um, therefore, the pastimes, the, the activities of the um, pure devotees of Krishna are Leela. So, in this way, we have understood the name of Srila Prabhupada and also we have understood the meaning of the Pranati Mantra of Srila Prabhupada, Namam Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishthaya Bhutale. So, please remember all these things and whenever you are bowing down, you should say this mantra. When you are bowing down to Prabhupada, you should say the Pranati Mantra of Srila Prabhupada. And when we are bowing down to Krishna, then we have to um, say the appropriate mantras for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, for Radha Krishna and Jagannath and Narasimhadev. So, it's not just we bow down and get up without any mantra. That is impersonal bowing bowing down. So, we have to use the name, we have to chant the mantra. So, today we will go through a very, very important song, which is the first thing we chant every morning. You see? So, that just, that should just um, trigger in our head that if this is the first thing that we chant every morning, how important this must be. And if it is important, I should rather understand it instead of just singing or because everybody is singing and then just some weird sounds. Otherwise, all these songs will become just weird sounds in our head, you know, without any sense. So, it shouldn't be like that. We should understand every single aspect of our devotional service in depth as much as it is revealed. We should understand. So, today, we will go through the song, Samsara Dava Nalalidha Loka. So, this is, um, okay, I will ask, ask a question. So, since the uh, audience today is completely online, and we have one or two here sitting in the temple, but <clears throat> we would consider this as completely online. So, write in the comments, if you know the title for the song and who authored it, who is the author of the song and what is the title of the song? Does it have even a title? So, I will see the comments now. I thank all of you for coming online and 
where are the comments? <laughs> I mean, everybody is saying Hare Krishna. But what is the title of the song? Are you googling it or what? So, the title of this song is Yes, Sri Gurvashtakam. Sri Gurvashtakam, authored by Sri Laviswana Chakravarti Thakur. Radhika Mataji and Rajagishwar Prabhu, they have answered. So, this the official title for this song is Gurvashtakam. Gurvashtakam means there are two words Guru and Ashtakam. Guru means Again, all this title, everything we should understand in depth. Why it is called Guru Vashtakam? So, Guru. Guru means, you know, the spiritual master. Ashtakam. Now, Ashta means eight. There are certain uh, prayers which are called Dashakam. There are ten verses in that prayer. Eight. Ashta means eight. Ashtakam means a prayer consisting of eight verses. And a prayer consisting of 10 verses is Dashakam. A prayer consisting of 100 verses is Shatakam, like this. So, uh, like there is um, Chaitanya Shatakam, written by, I think, Sarvabhum Bhattacharya. I think so. So, Chaitanya Shatakam. So, the 100 verses glorifying Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Then there is Kevala Kevala Shatakam, uh, you know. Harer Namaiva Kevalam. The last line is Harer Namaiva Kevalam. So, like this, like Madhuram Madhure Bhyopi Mangale Bhyopi Mangalam Pavanam Pavane Bhyopi Harer Namaiva Kevalam. So, this is Harer Namaiva Kevalam. The last line is always Harer Namaiva Kevalam. So, Madhuram Madhurai Bhyopi, the sweeter than the sweetest. And um, Mangale Bhyopi Mangalam, the most auspicious of all auspicious things. And the most purifying of all purifying things, Pavanam Pavane Bhyopi, Harer Namaiva Kevalam, the, the holy name of Krishna. So, I, these prayers um, was actually a hundred verses like this. And then it was... Uh, eight verses were selected from there and it was made into Kevalashtakam, which usually is popularly sung. But actually the original was Kevalashatakam. So like that, today's song, the Guruvashtakam, is eight verses. Ashtakam. So I would like to take you to this verse, the last verse, which is, which is called the Phalashruti, which I also did not know, honestly, it existed. But... This is there. So, this is the ninth verse. It is not exactly in the Shatakam, uh, Ashtakam, sorry. It's the Falashruti. That means, uh, this is, Falashruti means a verse which um, you will find in many parts of the scriptures. Uh, like, you know, when you see um, um, even the Jayadev Goswami's um, uh, Dashavatara Stotra. Uh, and yeah, one more thing Stotra. Stotra is when there is no fixed number. There is no, it's not like 8 or 10 or, you know, like Mukundamala Stotra has uh, 53 shlokas and uh, Stotra Ratna, which is by Srila Yamunacharya, has 62 verses. So, when there is no specified number of verses, then it's called a Stotra. 
and when there is a specified number then it's called either ashtakam or dashakam or shatakam like that depending on the number of verses so now falashruti means a verse which signifies the the phala or the fruit that you will get by chanting these prayers of these eight prayers in this case so even mukundamala stotra the 52 verses are the verses glorifying uh, krishna and his holy name and different aspects of devotional service and the last verse the 53rd one is actually the falashruti what like if you if anyone reads this mukundamala stotra then they will get liberation you know that kind of uh, shloka is called the falashruti so the ninth shloka i i just saw, saw it two days ago actually honestly <laughs> So I am also learning see this is good for me as well I am not a big teacher here sitting and teaching you and holier than thou no I am also learning So ninth verse Shreemad guru ashtakam etaduchet Shreemad guru ashtakam etaduchet Brahme muhurte pathate prayatnat Yaste na vrindavananatha sakshat Sevai valabhyajanushonta eva so i would like to study i mean uh, read this one for you first because here you will understand what is the how it should be read and when it should be read and what you will get when you sing this every morning so the translation of it is one who with great care and here it is written alteration <laughs> that is definitely a typo <laughs> you should never alter anything our movement is as it is absolutely no alteration so actually it is one who with great care and attention right attention loudly recites this beautiful prayer to the spiritual master during the brahma muhurta you see brahme muhurte you see just now in the in the shloka so during the brahma muhurta obtains direct service to krishna the lord of vrindavan at the time of his death so this is the falashruti or the fruit of singing this every day and as you just would like to go, go about this as well the extra information for the song this is a song sung in mangalarti in gauri vaishnava organizations it is sung in kaharvatal in the morning bengali rag morning bengali rag this is important prataha prataha kala so there are in music in especially vedic music hindustani music and carnatic so there is uh, a lot of depth a lot of intricacy so the tunes that you have to sing depends on the time of the day so this uh, tune that we sing uh, for uh, the guruvashtakam the samsara dava samsara dava nalalidha loka this is another tune that you can sing but the morning morning we sing samsara dava nalalidha loka tranaya karunya ghana ghanatvam praptasya kalyana gunarnavasya vande guru shri charanaravindam so this tune is especially uh, to be sung in the morning and morning means when the whole day i mean until afternoon is morning right no 
So this is, there are eight prahara, ashta prahara. The 24 hours in Vedic time is divided into eight praharas. One prahara is equal to three hours. So each prahara has different kinds of tunes. Like you see in the South India, you have this uh, Venkatesh Suprabhatam. So even our uh, Brahma Samhita, we sing, Venum Kvanantam Aravinda Dalayataksham Barhavatam Samasitam Budasundarangam Kandarpakoti Kamaniya Vishesha Shobham Govinda Madhi Purusham Tamaham Bhajami You know, this tune is actually for the morning. You, when you hear this, you know, Kausalya Supraja, when you hear these prayers, immediately, you know, you will wake up, you can't sleep. You know, you can't sleep because the tunes are selected like that. And when there is the tune in the evening rag, you know, in the night rag, it is very soothing. It is meant to put you to Shayana. You know, when Shayana Arati song, usually some, you know, some mellowed down tune, which is like meant for putting the boy, I mean, putting the Lord to a, you know, sleep like a, like a lullaby, you know. So, these are all, you know, signs of music. So, this prahara, which is, which starts from three hours before sunrise to sunrise, that is the Brahma Muhurta, you know, and especially at one and a half hours before sunrise, the mid, the midway between in that prahara. So, that is when this song is to be sung. So, here it is said, this song is sung in the Gaudiya Vaishnava organizations in the Mangalarti. Actually, here also the Gaudiya is the wrong spelling. So, there are some typos here, Gaudiya. So, anyway, um, this song was instituted for Mangalarati only by Srila Prabhupada. In Gaudiya Mutt, if you go, Srila Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Thakur's um, institution, there they do not sing this song for Mangalarati. They sing the Vibhavari Shesha Aloka Pravesha. But same tune again, it's a morning rag. Vibhavari Shesha Aloka Pravesha Nidra Chari Utho Jeeva Nidra Chari Utho Jeeva Give up your sleep and wake up, O Jeeva, O conditioned soul. Um, so, uh, not only our physical sleep, but also our sleep, our ignorance, our slumber of ignorance. So, that, that is the petition there. So, that song is usually sung in the Mangalarti. But Srila Prabhupada made this song, this Guru Vashtaka, as the song for Mangalarti. Because he wanted to emphasize the importance of Guru. How important the spiritual master is. He wanted to make that very, very concrete in our, in the disciples of ISKCON. Uh, despite all that, we have widespread disobedience of Srila Prabhupada's instructions today. You know, this is exactly what he did not want to happen in our movement because he saw this happen in his spiritual master's movement. Um, the Gaudiamat was, you know, split up into factions just because the order of the spiritual master is, was not taken into uh, strong consideration. So that's why he, in the morning, the right in the morning, the first thing that we chant is Guru Vashtakam, and then after the Shringar, I mean, after all the Shringar is done, the deity Shringar, then we do the Guru Vandana. Again, that is also for spiritual master. Usually in Gaudiya Math and all, there is Guru Puja, but especially 
uh, and not every day, you know, uh, but in our temple every day, usually they sing Yashomati Nandana, Brajabara Nagara, this song, or uh, uh, Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Dayakura Mori, like that. Of course, we can also sing that. After the Guru Vandana song, we sing that. But this Guru Vandana, he instituted as a daily function in our temples because he wanted to like completely, uh, you know, deep, uh, I mean, put this in as a deep-rooted practice. Not just, oh, everybody we must sing. No, every day we must sing. No. We have to understand why we are singing it every day. Why it is so important. Why Srila Prabhupada chose these songs for us in the morning. Because without the spiritual master, there is no spiritual life. Absolutely. And even the slightest um, deviation from the uh, following the order of the spiritual master will create disaster, you know, in the lives of the disciple. So, this is very important for us to understand. So, moving on, we will also study the Guru Vandana song uh, in another in another episode. Uh, I think the next episode will be probably on the Tilak, why we should put Tilak and how to put Tilak. You may think, oh, this is very basic, I know. <laughs> Again, we want this whole series is to for us to strengthen the foundations, to understand them very deeply. So, these seminars, these webinars, as I would say, are meant for that purpose. So, and after the Tilak, um, we will study the Guru Vandana. Or we can do either way. Maybe the Guru Vandana first and then the Tilak. I will let you know. Uh, but we will study that song as well because that's very, very important song. The Guru Vandana song as well. There are certain lines which are like the core of a disciple's life. Today's song is Guru Vashtakam. So the first, we will go through the actual lyrics now. Samsara Davan Alidha Loka. The only way you can learn verses is when you know the exact meaning of each and every single word, just like we understood Prabhupada's name. That's the best way to learn. Mm. So, even those who do not know, uh, as I said many times, Srila Prabhupada's most underrated contribution to us. Of course, he has given his books, he has given his lectures, he has given everything, everything for our, for our perfection of life. But, what I understand is the most underrated um, contribution of Srila Prabhupada is the word-to-word -word meanings. In fact, I was thinking in the beginning, why there are, you know, why can't it just be like a flow, you know? When I was first reading Bhagavad Gita, so everything was, you know, the Sanskrit and then the English transliteration, I mean the Romanized transliteration and each word meaning and then translation and then purport. So once you read a purport, you just can't go... To, because I was used to reading novels and other books. So, it was like continuous story, you know. It's like continuous flow. You just read it. And when I came to Prabhupada's books, it was like, then you read a translation and purport and then you skip all the Sanskrit and all that, all that, you know, <laughs> words which are, which don't make, which don't mean much sense in the beginning. All those, you don't even know what, what those words are. And for those who don't understand Sanskrit, at least I had a little bit of Sanskrit background. But for those who do not understand Sanskrit, it's even more just to just skim through the whole thing and then go to the next translation and purport and then next translation and purport. So, I was just thinking why this, okay, shloka is good to learn, but then all this word-to-word -word meaning, why so much, why so much, you know, 
uh, it increases the thickness of the book as well <laughs> i was thinking in this way but recently only did i realize um, of course Im impertinently i was using the word to word meaning but then recently when i was actually thinking about it i realized that this is probably the most significant contribution of shri prabhupad because that's the best way you can learn verses and shri prabhupad did not write and in one say one um, place in a lecture he says that i have not written these word to word um, meanings just to so show my scholarship that how much i know sanskrit no it is humbly presented as a tool for everybody to remember the shloka to enable everybody to remember the shlokas so even if you have absolutely no understanding of sanskrit you have you know like many devotees they come from all parts of the world so even they can understand you know as you okay samsara means this and davanala and dava and anala so in this way when you actually you know see the you know the the sanskrit if you are if you get used to looking at the word to word meanings you will get to know the sanskrit honestly i am not an expert in sanskrit at all but for some people they think oh you're just bluffing you know sanskrit very well no i do not know i'm not bluffing but why it appears like i know something because i've just gone through the word to word meanings of shri prabhupada and that's how sundagopal prabhu also taught us to go through the word to word meanings and then you really uh, tend to understand and it makes sense to you each and every word when you are singing samsara davana lalita loka as you are singing you should know what it means and then you will appreciate the song you appreciate the glory of the spiritual master so i can go on for this about this for very long but we'll come back to the point samsara davana lalita loka now i have opened another tab which is just the word to word meaning in fact at any time feel free to drop in any questions because at the end of the session we will be going through the questions at that time you know we can uh, we don't have to you know wait for you to ask the questions if you have anything you just drop it in the comment section and we will go through them so i hope you can see that samsara of material existence dava anala so dava anala is actually two words again anala means fire dava means forest dava anala means forest fire lidha you know sometimes i i hear some devotees pronouncing uh, nita na samsara dava anala nita no it's not nita <laughs> many devotees make many uh, pronunciation mistakes um i think so many times devotees actually remember this song because of just hearing it and they don't actually look at the words and they pronounce sometimes weirdly so we should not do that you know because these acharyas have written these songs you know with such choice of words uttama shloka god is called uttama shloka glorified with the choicest of words and so is the spiritual master and all the pure devotees so we have to take at least that much care to you know pronounce them properly you know so lidha lidha and it's not lida lita lidha lidha 
okay um yeah many devotees have also been asking when the shlokas learning course is coming it is coming soon be patient um, now because of this lockdown i have absolutely nothing else but to make these videos and all this content so all that will come very very soon mm, this week in fact the first video will come out and uh, the, the next the following ones will come in quick succession so lead her afflicted loka the people loka means this world world means people you know tranaya to deliver tranaya mantra 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 tra is stands for trana trayate trayate means man means the mind trayate means to deliver mantra means a sound vibration which delivers the mind from attachment to this matter and liberates it from this you know attachment of matter to release so to or to deliver sutranaaya to deliver karunya of mercy ghanaghanatvam the quality of a cloud ghanaghanatvam very thick cloud praptasya who has obtained kalyana auspicious guna of qualities arnavasya who is an ocean vande i offer obeisances guruh of my spiritual master shri charanaravindam shri auspicious or the opulent charana aravindam we have already learned this abhaya charana aravinda so charana means the lotus i mean the feet charana means feet aravindam means aravinda means lotus aravindam charana aravindam means to unto the lotus feet so this is sanskrit grammar um so if you look at the tr- translation so now we will actually look go by we have seen word to word if you split it up like that it may not make much sense individually because it's hard to remember and now we will put it all together samsara dava nalalidha loka this material world is like a forest fire um the people of this material world are afflicted by this forest fire of material existence mm. so much to unpack even in this one line so we will just go briefly because we have to cover eight verses so davanala a forest fire is not set by anyone nobody actually purposely goes and sets fire to the forest nowadays they do in fact for deforestation we have such problem in indonesia you know they burn some forests there and all the smoke comes here and becomes haze so sometimes we have that but just like we had the australian bush fires early this earlier this year in january so all that was davanala it was not set by anyone uh, because of the heat and the dry uh, you know moistureless uh, atmosphere and the bamboos when they strike and the spark comes out and then those that spark you know with the wind it, it just clashes and then the spark becomes big and it catches on when the wood is dry it immediately catches fire so that's how it becomes big and then animals and everybody is just burned in that forest fire so davanala the forest fire is not set by anyone but it just burns like hell and another feature of a forest fire is that it's so vast that no amount of 
fire extinguishers or fire brigade can actually extinguish such a fire. You know, no man-made effort can actually extinguish the fire of a forest. The only, so this is important because the world is suffering. Everybody in this world is suffering. And no amount of welfare activities or whatever measures either governments or welfare, welfare organizations may take up to relieve, as they say, relief operations, you know. No, none of them will give actual relief to the soul because the soul is suffering from want of, the soul is having spiritual hunger. No amount of matter will actually uh, satisfy that hunger. So, no community project or nothing actually in this world will extinguish that forest fire of material existence. They have, I mean, the governments have um, courts of law. They have so many. I mean, they have welfare, um, I mean, um, programs for broken families or, you know, for substance abuse. For They have a criminal department and the jail and everything. Everything. And even now that the pandemic has come, every government is... You know, forking out so much money, billions and trillions. In fact, the US has uh, just released an unprecedented 2.2 trillion dollar fund just to, you know, um, conduct relief operations for the for the entire country. Unprecedented in history, the highest ever package. So this is all so much relief operation, but honestly. Even if they save those people from the COVID-19 virus, they will die one day. And that can never be taken away. So everybody is suffering and nothing in this world can save. Only when the, there is a very heavy downpour and continuous heavy downpour of rain. Not even heavy downpour for 5 minutes and no, that is not enough as well. Continuous heavy downpour of rain can actually extinguish the forest fire completely. So, that is in the next line. Tranaya karunya ghana ghanatvam. He is the mercy cloud. The cloud of mercy which is pouring down this heavy downpour of rain to extinguish this forest fire. So, whoever takes the shelter of the spiritual master will feel that the burning for material existence, forest fire of material existence is extinguished. If one takes real shelter at the feet of the spiritual master, Taking shelter means to follow his instructions. That is what, that's what it means by taking shelter. To follow the instruction of the, spirit, of the spiritual master, sent person to the letter. Tranaya karunya. Karun, karuna means mercy. Ghana ghanatvam. Uh, the heavy cloud. Water laden cloud. Praptasya kalyana gunarnavasya. He is an ocean of auspicious qualities. Hmm. And this is a good analogy. The cloud. You know, Karunya Ghanaganatham, the mercy cloud. So, where is it coming from? Where does the cloud come from? The water is evaporated from the ocean. So, the ocean of mercy, Karuna Sindhu, He Krishna Karuna Sindhu, Dinabandhu Jagatpate. So, the Krishna is the ocean of mercy. Ocean is a vast body of water. But when there is a famine, we can't access that water. It doesn't solve our problem. So similarly, we don't have access to Krishna right now. 
although there is a burning forest fire and there is the ocean, Krishna is also there. Krishna is there everywhere. But why it is still burning? Because we have no access. Uh, then the mercy cloud comes and then heavy downpour. If we have to carry all the water in the ocean and then pour it, how many tankers, how many aeroplanes? Impossible. But Krishna, by his mystic power, tons, millions and billions of tons of water is just floating in the sky as if it was just a cotton swap. It's just floating in the sky without any carrier, no tanker, nothing, just air. How it is being done? It has no wings even. You know. So, this is how Krishna's creation is so wonderful. So, anyway, the spiritual master is compared to the cloud. So, he takes the mercy of Krishna and pours it down on this heavy forest fire. Yes, this is Radha So, that mercy of Krishna, which was inaccessible, the spiritual master, the pure devotee of Krishna, he makes it accessible. Therefore, devotees are considered to be even more merciful than Krishna. More merciful than Krishna. Although he is already a Karana Sindhu, they are Karunya Ghanaghanatvam, they are the mercy clouds. And we can't access, so they, he will come and then pour it down for us. Praptasya Kalyana Gunarnavasya, he is the ocean of auspicious qualities. Uh, if not for him, there is no relief from this blazing forest fire of material existence. Just imagine yourself in a forest fire. Forget a forest fire, just if there is a fire in the house, in the room, and I am burning in the fire. It's already hellish. At least there is a chance of running out of the house, maybe. But if you are caught in a forest fire, where can you run? Wherever you run is fire. So, it's impossible. So, there is no other way. There is no way we can escape. But the mercy cloud of the spiritual master. So, this is what we are singing the very first day, verse in the, on the, in the day. Just imagine how much depth there is. What the spiritual master has saved us from. So, it is to reflect on these meanings of these verses. To understand the greatness of Srila Prabhupada. What he has done for us actually. And then we will understand that we can never repay the debt to our spiritual master. Because sometimes we think, oh, Prabhu, I am, I am doing enough service. Why are you are saying, you know, I should do more service? Can, we, can you repay the debt? of the spiritual master. We can never repay. How much ever service we do to him, how can we repay? Even if we give our life, it is a very, very small payment. In the Guru Vandana, we sing, Chakshudan Dilajay Janme Janme Prabhushe Divya Gyan Harde Prakashita. He has saved us from, you know, from uh, birth after birth and therefore he is our Lord birth after birth. You know, he has saved us from this material existence. So, we can never repay. Janme janme prabhushe. Even if I serve him, being his servant, if, even if I serve him from janme janme, millions of births, I can never repay. So, this is what we have to understand. Vande Guru Shri Charanaravindam. Therefore, the only way we can satisfy the spiritual master, you know, we can never repay, but we can satisfy the spiritual master by taking his instruction as the life and soul, our life and soul. 
a disciple's duty is to take the instruction of the spiritual master as his life and soul. So when Srila Prabhupada says, distribute my books, you know, uh, you know, uh, expand this movement, conduct festivals, all these are instructions of spiritual master. So you have to carry, carry them out. Hmm. However difficult it may be, we must do it because at least that will please him. Hmm. Second, Mahaprabho Kirtanan Ritya Gita Vaditram Adhyan Manasorasena Romanchakam Pashrutaranga Bhajo Vande Guru Sri Charanaravindam. So, Mahaprabhu Kirtanan Ritya Gita. This is the ecstasy of the spiritual master. is explained here. We'll go to the word to word now. Mahaprabhu Kirtana. Mahaprabhu. Mahaprabhu. Mahaprabhu means Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Mahaprabhu means of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Kirtana by chanting, nritya, dancing. Gita. This nritya, nritya is to be pronounced like that. Nritya, nritya. So this is a bit, little bit difficult. Actually, the most one of the most difficult sounds in Sanskrit. When N followed by R, nritya, nritya. So kirtana nritya gita. Gita means singing. Vaditra, playing musical instruments. Madhyat, gladdened. Manasa, whose mind? Rasena, due to the mellows of pure devotion. Romancha, standing of the hair. Um, Kampa, Bhukampa means, you know, trembling of the earth, but Kampa means quivering of the, or trembling of the body. Ashrutaranga, torrents of tears, Bhaja, who feels, Vande, I offer obeisances, Guru, my spiritual master, Sri Charanaravindam, auspicious lotus feet, unto his auspicious lotus feet. So, if you go back, and see the translation of this. By the way, if you do not know where I am, I think many devotees know where this text is. This is on kksongs.org. It is a beautiful website which has a collection of all Vaishnava songs. Uh, there are some songs which are uh, not exactly authorized as well, but but most of the Acharya songs, everything is nicely arranged there. So, this is a very good resource. Here. Chanting the holy name, dancing in ecstasy, singing and playing musical instruments, the spiritual master is always gladdened by the Sankirtan movement of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Because he is relishing the mellows of pure devotion within his mind, sometimes his hair stands on end, he feels quivering in the body and tears flow from his eyes like waves. I offer my respectful obeisances under the lotus feet of such a spiritual master. Of such a spiritual master. A spiritual master means must be he must be in this level. Not that every third class person will become a spiritual master. Like what is happening unfortunately in Iskon. People who have no taste of ecstasy and who are falling for material desires, they are worshipped as spiritual masters. No, here that's why Srila Prabhupada instituted, instituted this song for the morning because to know the, what are the qualities of spiritual master. 
So now you see what we understand from this he experiences he takes pleasure in Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Sankirtan movement completely. He loves this Sankirtan movement. He is chanting and dancing. You can see Prabhupada. You imagine Prabhupada. You see all those video footage when he was dancing in the Rathyatra in San Francisco in London. You know, he was dancing and all the devotees were like, you know, in ecstasy looking at Prabhupada dance and he was 70 plus and he was dancing. You see, this is the ecstasy. Uh, you know, that famous photo where he was on the Rathyatra card and he is dancing. You know, so all these things, you know, these are to be picturized. So, how Shri Prabhupada is and how he has even started this whole movement by just singing in the Tompkinson Square Park in New York. All these things. So, Shri Prabhupada and he made us all chant as well. The whole world was taken over by this Hare Krishna Kirtan. So, he is always relishing and this is called these symptoms of the goosebumps, hair standing on end, and the quivering of the body, tears flowing of the eyes and choking of the throat and all this. These are Ashtasatvika Vikar. Vikar means the transformations in the body that happen. The eight kinds of transformations. Ashta. Ashta means eight. Just like Guru Ashtakam. So, Ashta. So, these can happen even... Ashtasatvika Vikar means when they are aroused by... Uh, you know... Uh, ecstasy in, in the spiritual ecstasy sattvika means in the mode of goodness but these same symptoms can a, a also happen in the mode of ignorance and passion as well so you know people feel you know you know sometimes when you, somebody sings a love song and somebody gets you know goosebumps that is also romance right but it is not sattvika vikar it is rajasik vikar <laughs> there is tamasik vikar as well you know when we get when we are in fear also we get these symptoms when we are, when we suppose we are in the dark and then some suddenly some sound happens and we see something passing by, then you know our hair stands on end. You know that is also romance, but that is not ecstasy. <laughs> that is complete fear. So this is so tamasic vikar is there, rajasic vikar is there, sattvic vikar is there. So this is ashta sattvic vikar. So. Um, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has exhibited, he has exhibited Mahabhava. Bhava means all this ecstasy. So, Mahabhava is only possible for two persons, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Srimati Radharani. Nobody, nobody else. <coughs> so, in Mahabhava, if you see Ch- uh, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's life, especially Chaitanya Charitamrita Antyalila, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu behaves like an absolute madman absolutely mad after Krishna and his behavior is so difficult to understand he is just laughing and suddenly he is crying and suddenly he is fainting and when he faints you know the, the joints in his body become so loosened that you know he, his body becomes 12 feet long how can you even understand these symptoms so this is extreme the Mahabhava only Srimati Radharani and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu exhibit these symptoms. But all the pure devotees have these bhava. Now you may say, but I don't remember Prabhupada every time, you know, crying or having always the standing, the hair standing perpetually, you know. So, of course, Srila Prabhupada did exhibit these symptoms once in a while. 
but Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur actually um, mentions this, um, answers this question that why is sometimes Srila Prabhupada is not always his throat is choking or not always that he is crying or tears in the eyes, um, why? <clears throat> is it that he is only experiencing, experiencing these ecstasies for some times and not other times? No, that is not the fact. In fact, I did not do enough homework to actually take out that exact shloka for you here. I mean, th- that quote by Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, but um, uh, maybe you can do that as a homework uh, in, the, in the Veda-based folio. So, he said, and in one of the purposes is mentioned, that he said that even though the reason why, first of all, Srila Gauti Sudhas Babaji also says this, so the reason why a pure devotee might not exhibit the symptoms, especially in front of others, even Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, when he saw, when he was within his intimate circle of devotees, he exhibited all these symptoms, when, but when he saw some other devotee who is not from his very immediate intimate circle of devotees enter the scene, then he would quickly curb his symptoms and he will behave um, like he would, like, like a gentleman. Otherwise, he did not look like a gentleman because he was just like in his own madness of Krishna consciousness. So, uh, but he started to behave like a gentleman whenever there is somebody who is outside of his intimate circle comes into the room or into his presence. So, um, so a pure devotee especially curbs these symptoms because Srila Gaurakishwadas Babaji explains this nicely. Just like a woman, a chaste woman does not reveal her body, expose her body. Uh, similarly, uh, a pure devotee who is chaste only to Krishna and who is not like a, you know, our mind is like a prostitute because instead of being chaste to Krishna, it is always running, you know, not one topic, millions of topics. Just like a woman, a prostitute would run from one man to another, hop. You know, so our mind is always hopping to different topics. So it is now presently uh, like a Vebhichari. Vebhichari is a prostitute. So, a pure devotee who is chaste and his mind is always absorbed in Krishna will not like to reveal those symptoms to in, in front of everybody just to show off that you know I am such a great devotee. See, Prabhu, so look, Prabhu look, look at this. All my hairs are standing. You see, 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 see. No, no, no. <laughs> that means you can know for sure that uh, he has no ecstasy. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it is an experience that when you read, especially Bhagavatam, Chaitanya Charitamrita, sometimes you feel, you know, like, wow, this is so nice. Then, that's just a glimpse of what this pure devotee actually feels in much, much greater magnitude every single second of his life. Pratikshana, actually, the fifth verse you will see. Pratikshana, Swadhana, Lolupasya, Aswadhana. Pratikshana means every second he is enjoying these ecstasies. Um, but, Actually, Vishwambar Prabhu, I think he, he shared on his Facebook story today only. I, nice um, this thing. So, he said, uh, it is a paradox that uh, a, a devotee, a, a neophyte devotee who is not advanced, he tries to show that he is advanced. You know, uh, either, you know, oh, I have ecstatic, ecstatic symptoms or he likes to show that he is big time. Or, and he claims to have so much devotion. Whereas, the pure devotee who is actually endowed with all the devotion, says that I have no devotion. So, I replied to his uh, story saying that, 
yeah both of, both of them are liars because one of them is a mundane liar and one of them is a transcendental liar because <laughs> the devotee who thinks he is a big time devotee he is lying because very fact he is saying that he doesn't have it and a pure devotee who actually has it says that he doesn't have it so that's also another lie but that's a transcendental lie and in fact only when one is humble like that the pure devotion actually um, manifests in such a person so this is the transcendental paradox paradoxical situation so um, a pure devotee will not show off his symptoms in front of others um, and tries to always curb and there is an example uh, of uh, Daruka a servant of Krishna who is fanning him who always fans him in Dwaraka with the Chamara you know the white fan so he is so he feels so much ecstasy by doing that that his uh, voice becomes choked and he you know his tears start flowing out of his eyes he cannot see the Lord properly the Lord is all blurred and he's fanning a blurred image blurred figure of the Lord you know like that he is doing it and you know he is almost going to faint but he did not allow himself to manifest those symptoms he by extreme force he curbed those symptoms why because he is th- he thought that such symptoms are actually a impediment in his service because if I faint I'm not serving the Lord <laughs> I'm not fanning him I have interrupted in my service so I want to be serving the Lord I don't want to give much attention to these symptoms not that I'm serving the Lord and suddenly I get tears in the eyes wow you see you see you see uh, tears well my service is stopped <laughs> this is nonsense so actually such a person cannot even get tears but <clears throat> so he he was thinking like this that I don't want these symptoms if I faint he did not consider oh if I faint maybe my my skull will hit the ground and I will get fracture or something no he's not bothered he is bothered that his service to Krishna will be interrupted that was his botheration so they don't want to interrupt the service by these symptoms so that's that's how devotees feel they don't want to stop the service even gopis they they criticize brahma what kind of creator is he he has no intelligence brahma you know four heads the gopi said he has no intelligence why because he created these eyes which have eyelids and which they momentarily they block the vision of krishna they want to see krishna always they don't want to stop seeing him they can't bear that that wink of an eye i mean that that just you know closing of the eyelids for a moment they can't take it this is not just a poetic expression no it is actually how they feel it is actually the outpourings of their heart so so they don't like any interruption in their service um, so that's one reason and srila bhaktisiddhanta saraswati thakur says that how to know then that he is a pure devotee if he doesn't exhibit the symptoms so we can understand that when he is fixed in following the four regulative principles and he is always Krishna conscious always serving Krishna you know that he is a pure devotee uninterruptedly and Bhaktivinoda Thakur also gave another hint that a, a Vaishnava who is especially empowered he can convert millions into Vaishnavas so by seeing these symptoms we can understand how Prabhupada is actually a pure devotee that is the second verse six more to go bear with me 
ಶ್ರೀ ವಿಗ್ರಹಾರಾಧನ ನಿತ್ಯನಾನಾಶೃಂಗಾರ ತನ್ಮಂದಿರಮಾರ್ಜನಾದೋ ಯುಕ್ತ ಭಕ್ತಿಯುಂಜತೋಪಿ ವಂದೇ ಗುರೋ ಶ್ರೀ ಚರಣಾರವಿಂದ ಅಗೇನ್ ವಟ್ ವರ್ಡ್ ಶ್ರೀ ವಿಗ್ರಹ ಆಫ್ ದ ಅರ್ಚಾ ವಿಗ್ರಹ ಡೈಟೀಸ್ ಆರಾಧನಾ ದ ವರ್ಷಿಪ್ ನಿತ್ಯ ಡೈಲಿ ನಾನಾ ವಿತ್ ವೇರಿಯಸ್ ಶೃಂಗಾರ ಕ್ಲೋದಿಂಗ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಆರ್ನಮೆಂಟ್ಸ್ ತತ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಮಂದಿರ ಆಫ್ ದ ಟೆಂಪಲ್ ಮಾರ್ಜನ ಆದೌ ಇನ್ ದ ಕ್ಲೀನಿಂಗ್ ಎಟ್ಸೆಟ್ರಾ ಬಿಗಿನಿಂಗ್ ವಿತ್ ಕ್ಲೀನಿಂಗ್ ಯುಕ್ತಸ ಹೂ ಈಸ್ ಎಂಗೇಜ್ಡ್ ಭಕ್ತಾನ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಡಿಸೈಪಲ್ಸ್ ಚ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ನಿಯುಂಜತಃ ಹೂ ಎಂಗೇಜಸ್ ಅಪಿ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ವಂದೇ ಐ ಆಫರ್ ಒಬೇಸೆನ್ಸಸ್ ಗುರೋ ಆಫ್ ಮೈ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಚುವಲ್ ಮಾಸ್ಟರ್ ಶ್ರೀ ಆಸ್ಪಿಷಿಯಸ್ ಚರಣಾರವಿಂದಂ ಅಂಟು ದ ಲೋಟಸ್ ಫೀಟ್ ಸೊ ಎಗೇನ್ ಗೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಟು ದ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ಇಟ್ ಚಾಂಟಿಂಗ್ ದ ಹೋಲಿ ನೇಮ್ ಡಾನ್ಸಿಂಗ್ ಇನ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಟಸೀಮ್ no sorry <laughs> what am i saying third verse the spiritual master is always engaged in the temple worship of shri shri radha and krishna he also engages his disciples in such worship they dress the deities in beautiful clothes and ornaments clean their temple clean their temple they are with the capital t that means radha krishna's temple and perform other similar worship of the lord i offer my respectful obeisances under the lotus feet of such a spiritual master so if you go to the verse shri vigraha aradhana nityanana shringara so yuktasya bhaktam chaniyunjatopi the spiritual master is always engaged in the worship of the deity he has established so many prabhupada has established so many um temples of radha krishna all over the world uh, and not only that he engages his disciples also in such worship shri vigraha aradhana nityanana so in other words you can only do vigraha aradhana shri vigraha aradhana or the deity worship when you are initiated and especially second initiated so first of all there is initiation so if we if you remember the verse from the bhaktira samrata sandhu ado shraddha tato sadhu sanga atha bhajana kriya so this is the third stage of development first stage of development of devotional services you have a preliminary faith second stage is then you associate with devotees when you read when you have a little faith the, so when we distribute books some people buy the book okay they think maybe okay let me try so that is a slight faith okay let me try maybe this is something good but when they actually take it up and read it then they get convinced then they hey where is the temple they associate with devotees tato sadhu sanga and in their association hearing and chanting and all the preeti lakshanam dadati pratigrahanati guhyamakhyati prichhati bhungte bhojayate chaiva shadvidham preeti lakshanam that means uh, dadati by receiving i mean especially they are offered prasadam um bhungte bhojayate chaiva so they eat the bhojanam prasadam they eat and then they will um, they hear they can ask questions they ask the devotees questions close the door so they ask the devotees questions about more about krishna consciousness 
you know, they ask doubts and get them clarified. So in this way, Guhema Khyati, not, huh? oh, never mind, never mind. So, you know, in this way, they deal in different ways closely with devotees and they develop a rapport with the devotees and eventually, when they agree to follow all the principles, uh, in our movement, six months, you follow the chanting of 16 rounds of Hare Krishna Mahamantra on the beads and following the four regulative principles, no meat eating, no illicit sex, no gambling, no intoxication. Uh, then one is initiated. Then Bhajana Kriya. Even before initiation, one can start sweeping the temple and you know assisting the devotees in various services. And when one gets initiated, and especially second initiation, he is allowed to go into the altar room. Uh, Shri Vigraha Radhana. So, I know that some devotees also engage in deity worship without being properly initiated or without being properly trained in the deity worship. That's why it is advised for devotees to have simple pictures in the altar first. And first, hearing and chanting is the most important first. And then one, when one is, um, you know, more, uh, what is that? Oh, all the, okay, okay, I know. So, when the, when the faith gets more solidified and one gets initiated, then one should go to deity worship. Otherwise, we will commit so many offences. We do not know what, whether we are doing it right or not. So, there will be seva aparad. Uh, so, we, we must get properly trained in how to do deity worship. It is not just, you know, you are decorating some dolls, you know, like that. No, you have to do with utmost, utmost, utmost respect. Mm and a lot of mantras to be chanted, everything, there are so many things. Cleanliness also. You, you touch the floor, you have to purify the hands. You touch any part of your face, you have to purify your hands. You know, there are so many, so you cannot touch anything. So there are so many rules actually. So, uh, all this we will learn under the guidance of the spiritual master and his Sishya and Siksha Gurus also, they teach under the, under the instructions of spiritual master. So, the spiritual master engages us in the service of Krishna. He gives us the knowledge, that is the sambandha, and then there is abhideya, the actual engagement in devotional service, that is niunjata. He engages us. Mandira marjanado. We have the famous pastime of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, um, gundicha marjan. You know, sweeping the temple is such a deep, everything you can go deep. In Krishna consciousness, everything is very deep. If you read the Gundicha Marjan chapter of Chaitanya Charitamrita, Chaitanya, I mean the whole chapter is so beautiful. The cleansing of the temple is actually the cleansing of the heart and making our heart the temple of the Lord. So cleansing that temple, you know, in Bhakti Vinod Thakur has sung, Mama mana mandire Krishna Murari, Sri Krishna Murari. Beautiful song. Mama mana mandire. In the temple of my heart, please reside. O Krishna Murari, O Sri Krishna Murari. So he is inviting the Lord to please stay in the temple of his heart. So our, our heart is supposed to be a temple. So, like suppose when somebody comes, you know, we want to seat them. We want to make sure the seats are dusted, you know, you know, they are uh, no more, you know, there is no dust there, you know, we clean them and then we um, get them to be seated. 
even if a guest come to our, comes to our house. So, if you want to invite the Lord into our heart, we have to clean the heart and let him sit there on a purified seat. So, that Gundicha margin, oh, it's so deep. The, the collection of the grain, I mean, collection of the sand and, I mean, even, even cleaning the outside of the temple premises, the, the door and why we should do it and connecting everything back to cleansing our heart. It is such a beautiful chapter. In fact, we will go, I mean, as we get time, we will do uh, classes on those pastimes as well, Gundicha Marjan and Ramananda Samvad, the, the conversation between Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Ramananda Rai, Rupa Goswami, Sanatana Goswami, all this we will do. So, so everything we can go deep, but we, we will skim through because this is, uh, we have shortage of time. So, Mandira Marjanado, so even, even such a so-called menial job as cleaning the toilet or, you know, sweeping the temple hall, it's very deep. Don't think, we should never think that, oh, those devotees are doing more important service, I am doing not so important service. No such thing. Every service of Krishna is on the same platform. Mm. Of course, they may accept more responsibility. The senior devotees, they may accept more responsibility uh, to engage other devotees as well. But we should, everything, all the services is the same for the Lord, ultimately. Spiritually, there is no difference. So, we are engaged in such devotional service. Now, fourth verse. Chatur Vidha Shri Bhagavat Prasada Swadvan Triptan Hari Bhakta Sanghan Kritvaiva Triptim Bhajata Sadaiva Vande Guru Shri Charanaravindam Chatur Vidha Shri Bhagavat Prasada Chatu, four. Vidha means kinds. Four kinds. Shri, holy. Bhagavat Prasada, which have been offered to Krishna. Foodstuffs offered to Krishna. Swadu, palatable. Uh, they have to be palatable, not some burnt rice. You know, that kind of thing we offer to Krishna. Palatable. Anna, by foods. And not also some bland food, you know, like no taste. No, we to offer the best Rajbhog. Rajbhog we offer to Krishna. I mean, as you offer to a king, the most tastiest of preparations, like that we have to offer to Krishna. Anna by foods. Triptan, spiritually satisfied. Hari of Krishna. Bhakta Sanghan, the devotees. Kritva, having made. Eva, thus. Triptim, satisfaction. Bhajatah, who feels. Sada, always. Eva. Certainly, one day I offer obeisances, Guru Shri Charanaravindam, of the lotus feet, unto the lotus feet of my spiritual master. This is very important. Translation. The spiritual master is always offering Krishna four kinds of delicious food, analyzed as that which is licked, chewed, drunk and sucked. Four types. Actually, there is Sanskrit word, Charvya. Charva means to be chewed, lehya means to be licked, and chushya to be sucked, and teya, teya means to be drunk. <clears throat> so, charvya, lehya, chushya, and teya. Actually, there is, it's in the Bhagavatam.
you see here hmm. this is uh, it is not showing it's showing Bhagavad Gita 4.14 but actually it is Bhagavatam 4.19.9 Srimad Bhagavatam Kanto 4 chapter 19 text 9 see four kinds of foodstuffs these are called technically known as charvya, those edibles which are chewed, lehya, those which are licked up, chushya, those which are sucked and peya, those which are drunk. You see how much science there is in our Vedic culture. So it is classified in these different categories of foodstuffs. So all kinds of, all categories of these foodstuffs should be offered to Krishna. Not just only a charvya, only those to be chewed, no, sucked. That's why if you see Rajbog, there is a drink, there is a, uh, you know, you know all kinds of, you know, there is rice, there is dal, there is soup, there is vegetables, sweet, you know. Uh, so, in the way that we eat, there is four types. Of course, there is sweet, there is sour, there is, I think, six kinds of tastes, uh, which is sweet, sour, bitter, uh, pungent. Then there is salty and I don't know, astringent as well. Um, yeah, so I think there are six types of tastes, um, but there are four types of intake. So there are again two classes of foods, the tastes and the, the way we eat it. So here Chaturvidha Sri Bhagavad Prasada is the four types of ways we eat it, four ways we intake that prasadam or the food stuff. So again here, Bhagavat Prasada, I want to highlight that sometimes devotee, devotees, they don't use the terminology properly. They say, I'm offering the prasadam to Krishna. You're not offering prasadam to Krishna. Prasadam is when you offer the food to Krishna, the remnants of such food is prasadam. If you're offering prasadam, to whose prasadam you're offering? Your prasadam. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> we are offering bhog. Bhog means that which is to be enjoyed. So, the Lord enjoys these foodstuffs. It is for his enjoyment. Bhog means enjoyment. So, that is for he, bhog. And prasadam is to be honored. We don't enjoy prasadam. You know, prasadam is to be honored. There is a difference between bhog and prasad. And prasad is the mercy, the remnants, the uchhishta of Krishna. The remnants of foodstuffs offered to Krishna, that is called prasadam. And when the devote and the spiritual master eats it, and then the remnants of the spiritual master becomes mahaprasadam. And uh, even in Jagannath Puri, why it is called mahaprasadam? Because it is offered to Jagannath, and after that offered to Vimala Devi, and then it is distributed. Vimala Devi is Lakshmi. And after that, it is distributed to all the demigods first even. Um, so, the, the, the proper way to offer food to demigods is not to offer them directly. To offer food to Krishna and the prasadam offered to the demigods and then you can eat. That is prasadam. But you offer directly food to demigods, that food cannot be eaten by Vaishnavas. And that is not proper way of offering. Avidhi Purvakam. Krishna said in Bhagavad Gita, Yepi Anya Devata Bhakta 
यजते श्रद्धेन्विता तेपी मामेव कौंतया यजंती अविधिपूर्वकम दोज हू आर डिवोटीज ऑफ अदर गॉड्स एक्चुअली डेमी गॉड्स जी गॉड्स इज विथ स्मॉल जी नॉट अ कैपिटल जी सो दे डेमी गॉड्स सो दोज हू आर डिवोटीज ऑफ अदर गॉड्स एंड हू वर्शिप दम विथ फेथ एक्चुअली वर्शिप ओनली मी विथ अ कैपिटल एम कृष्ण ओ सन ऑफ कुंती बट दे डू सो इन अ रॉन्ग वे सो अविधिपूर्वकम सो दिस इज नॉट प्रॉपर so therefore a vaishnava does not accept and uh, demigods remnants can also not give liberation and you know devotional service our the reason why we are eating all these things i mean eating krishna prasadam and all doing all these things in devotional life is because anukulyasa sankalpa anukulyasa anukulyana krishna anusilanam we want to achieve um, devotion to krishna and in uh, what is it ఆనుకూల్యస సంకల్ప ప్రాతికూల్యస వర్జనం సో వీ హ్యావ్ టు టేక్ అప్ దోస్ ప్రిన్సిపల్స్ విచ్ ఇంక్రీజ్ అవర్ డివోషన్ టు కృష్ణ వీ వాంట్ టు బి ఇన్ఫెక్టెడ్ విత్ కృష్ణ కాన్షియస్నెస్ సో జస్ట్ లైక్ వీ ఇఫ్ వీ టేక్ ఫుడ్ నౌ దర్ సేయింగ్ కోవిడ్ నైన్టీన్ ప్లీజ్ డోంట్ షేర్ యువర్ ఫుడ్ యూనో ఇట్ ఇస్ కల్చర్ ఇన్ సమ్ సమ్ సొసైటీ సమ్ కమ్యూనిటీస్ సమ్ రేసెస్ దట్ యూనో దే ఈట్ ఫ్రమ్ ద సేమ్ బౌల్ ఆర్ ద సేమ్ ప్లేట్ ఆల్ ఈట్ ఫ్రమ్ ద సేమ్ ప్లేట్ యూనో and uh, you know this is not our vedic culture you see so this, this is not to be done so why now especially they are saying especially for covid 19 oh, you will get infected with the you know, the virus if you do like this so same way same principle but in this in this devotional service we want to get infected by krishna consciousness so we eat the remnants of food offered to krishna because that will that is prasadam that is the mercy of the lord and um, uh, the mercy of the spiritual master uchishta of the spiritual master uchishta lepan anumodito dvijay sakrits mabhunje tadapasta kilbishah evam pravrittasya vishuddha chetasas taddharma evatma ruchih prajayate this is in the shrimad bhagavatam canto 1 chapter 5 text 25 narad muni is saying Naradmuni is saying how he became a devotee. When he in his previous life was a son of a Shudra mother, Shudrani, she was engaged in service of some um, great devotees during their Chaturmasya period where they were locked down in one place. <laughs> Now we have a foreman probably of lockdown maybe. We can treat it as Chaturmasya. So in Chaturmasya what the sadhus do? They don't travel and preach. they sit down in one place and do their intensify their devotional practices chanting more you know uh, reading more scriptures like this so this is our lockdown chaturmasya lockdown maybe uh, at the moment it is one month lockdown it may extend we never know so during their lockdown um narada muni's previous life he was a boy five year old boy his mother was serving the uh, devotees why the chaturmas because it's a rainy season so the they don't travel can't travel so that's why they stay in one place so but here we have another reason virus so <clears throat> so she was serving them and he you see this is what happened to him once only 
by their permission by the devotees Bhaktivedantas actually it is mentioned there Bhaktivedantas so once only by their permission I took the remnants of their food and by so doing all my sins were at once eradicated this is the infection of Krishna consciousness instead of getting contaminated you will get purified the same principle but on the opposite side um, thus being engaged I became purified in heart in heart and at that time the very nature of the transcendentalist became attractive to me one gets attracted to a devotional way of life just by eating prasadam and a spiritual master he offers such food and when the spiritual master sees that the devotees are satisfied by eating bhagavad prasada he is satisfied I offer my respectful obeisances under the lotus feet of such a spiritual master. Mm. Uh, why is a spiritual master satisfied when he sees the bhaktas or the devotees eating prasadam? Uh, because you are what you eat. So, when we eat Krishna prasadam, then we become devotee. If we eat nonsense, then we become nonsense fellow. In fact, the whole Vedic, as we said many times, in the Vedic civilizations, people are classified according to their eating. The eating is classified in three modes. Sattvic, Rajasik, Tamasik. In the Bhagavad Gita it is said. Hmm? Food in the mode of goodness, passion and ignorance. 17th chapter, 8th, 9th and 10th verses. Okay, we, we can go to that. But what I want to say is, um, so there is food, but Prasadam is transcendental. is above the three modes. So, they are getting purified in consciousness, like just like Narad Muni here. Their sins were at once eradicated. So, when the devotees are taking prasadam, as it is stated in the Bhagavad Gita, where? 3.13 By now, all the devotees should know these mem- verses by memory. Yajnasishtashinaha santo mucchante sarvakil bishai Bhunjate te tvagham papa ye pachantyatma karanat. The devotees of the Lord are released from all kinds of sins because they eat food which is offered first for sacrifice in the, on the altar for Krishna. Others who prepare food for personal sense enjoyment verily eat only sin. So, instead of eating rubbish, they are eating prasadam now, they are getting purified of their sins. This is what makes the spiritual master happy. And in fact, Prabhupada was once sitting in the evening and he was uh, sitting on the asana and all the devotees were sitting in front of him on the floor. Then he looked at them and he started laughing. And all the devotees were confused. Why, why Prabhupada is laughing at us? <laughs> so, and Prabhupada said, I have cheated you all. No, Prabhupada, you have saved us from all the cheating of Maya. No, I have cheated you because I have given you one gulab jamun. And in exchange, you paid, your payment was your own whole life. Now you have surrendered to me and I now have you as my servant without payment. I mean, which which master pays uh, a servant one gulab jamun and then he, he, his whole life is surrendered to him and then he just serves him without, without consideration of his time and, and morning and day and night serving. So, I have actually cheated you, I have not paid you enough. <laughs> now the devotees are laughing, no, 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 you know. <clears throat> you know, they said, Oh, Chakshudan Diloje, Janme Janme Prabhu say, oh, We cannot repay the debt that we owe you. So, in this way, uh, that was a nice, uh, sweet pastime, sweet pun intended. 
past time of Srila Prabhupada. So, so like that. So, this is how uh, uh, Prabhupada was always happy in when devotees. In fact, you, you can see so many videos where Prabhupada is always offering some sweet to the children and to all the devotees, one by one, one by one. You may say, what is a waste of time, let them, you know. Uh, no, <laughs> he is very happy distributing. Chaturvidha Sri Bhagavat Prasada, Swadvanna Triptan, Triptan, he is getting great satisfaction to, you know, one by one he is uh, passing the sweets or some biscuits, some cookies, something. And even when guests came, even when dignified guests, I mean, um, uh, some important people or any guest came. So, he would have these evening darshans where he would sit down and people asking questions and he would have conversations. And before they left, he made sure, even if it was an argument, before they left, they must be served prasadam. So, because as Prabhupada said, the people, they may or may not digest philosophy, but they will definitely digest prasadam. In that way, they will increase. Uh, they will advance in their spiritual lives. So, uh, that's why the spiritual master is very, very satisfied. Uh, prasadam. Prasadam, of course, we can go on the glories of Prasadam, but that's for another day. So, Prasadam is very, very important. Bhaktivinoda Thakur's prayer, you know, we always sing when we honoring Prasadam. Prasada Sevaya. That's why he titled that as Prasada Sevaya. We have to, taking Prasadam is like a seva, honoring it. Instead of, you know, enjoying it, you know, like, oh, nice, nice. So, of course, we devotees, we tend to sometimes get into that mode of enjoyment, but that's what we should realize. That's why we should always chant the Prasad Sevaya Mantra that is given by Bhaktivinoda Thakur. We should get it by heart and know the meaning. Sharira Vidya Mahaprasad Govindya Nama Brahmane Vaishnave. That is actually from Padma Puran. Um, the first shloka, Mahaprasad Govindya Nama Brahmane Vaishnave Svalpapunyavatam Rajan Vishwasa Naivajayate. Those who have very little pious credit, they don't have Vishwas in uh, what things? Mahaprasadam, Govinde. In Mahaprasad, they don't have faith in Prasadam. Uh, Nama, they don't have faith in the Nam. Brahmane, Brahminical culture. Vaishnave, they don't have any regard for Vaishnavas. Uh, Swalpapunya, Swalpapunya, they, they have very little credit, hardly any credit of pious deeds. Such people have no faith in these things. Uh, Mahaprasad, Govinde, Nama, Brahmane, Vaishnave, Swalpapunya, Vatam, Rajan. Vishwasa naiva jayate. Uh, so, how to get the Vishwas? Uh, we have to become devotee. And these prayers, Sharira Vidya Jal, Jarendra Tahaikal, Jivefele Vishasagare, Tarimadya Jivati, Lobhumaya Sudhurmati, Takechita Kotina Samsare, Krishna Bada Doyamaya, Koribare Jivajaya, Saprasadana Dilobhai, Sheyanamrata Pao, Radha Krishna Gunagao, Premeda Kosri, Chaitanya Nathai. So, we have to know this meaning, this verse, we have to know by heart. Not only know by heart, we should chant every time before we take prasadam. Some devotees just ah, come take prasadam, eat and go and sleep. No. Chant the honoring prasad mantra mm. and then take the prasadam. It is all honoring. We are not enjoying. Bhog is for the Lord. Prasad is for us. Mm. So, what happens when we regularly eat prasadam? There are other things that happen. We are eradicated of our sins. Then, you see what happens. Hmm. This is from the Chandogya Upanishad, stated in the, quoted in the purport of Bhagavad Gita, chapter 3, text 11. Ahara Shuddhau, 
ಸತ್ವಶುದ್ಧಿ ಸತ್ವಶುದ್ಧೋ ಧ್ರುವಾ ಸ್ಮೃತಿ ಸ್ಮೃತಿಲಂಭೆ ಸರ್ವಗ್ರಂಥಿನಾಂ ವಿಪ್ರಮೋಕ್ಷ ಬೈ ಪರ್ಫಾರ್ಮೆನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಯಜ್ಞ ಒನ್ಸ್ ಈಟಬಲ್ಸ್ ಬಿಕಮ್ ಸ್ಯಾಂಟಿಫೈಡ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಸ್ಯಾಂಟಿಫೈಂಗ್ ಅವರ್ ಈಟಬಲ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಬೈ ಈಟಿಂಗ್ ಸ್ಯಾಂಟಿಫೈಡ್ ಫುಡ್ ಸ್ಟಫ್ಸ್ ಪ್ರಸಾದಂ ಒನ್ಸ್ ವೆರಿ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟೆನ್ಸ್ ಬಿಕಮ್ಸ್ ಪ್ಯೂರಿಫೈಡ್ ಸತ್ವಶುದ್ಧಿ ಸತ್ವ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟೆನ್ಸ್ ಶುದ್ಧಿ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಇಲ್ ಬಿಕಮ್ ಪ್ಯೂರಿಫೈಡ್ ಅವರ್ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟೆನ್ಸ್ ಬಿಕಮ್ಸ್ ಪ್ಯೂರಿಫೈಡ್ ದ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ಅದರ್ ವರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಆಸ್ ಲಾಂಗ್ ಆಸ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಈಟಿಂಗ್ ಮೀಟ್ ವಿ ಕೆನಾಟ್ ಇಫ್ ಯು ನಾಟ್ ಈಟಿಂಗ್ ಪ್ಯೂರಿಫೈಡ್ ಫುಡ್ ಸ್ಟಫ್ ಇಫ್ ಯು ನಾಟ್ ಈಟಿಂಗ್ ಪ್ರಸಾದಂ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಕಂಟಾಮಿನೇಟೆಡ್ ಬೈ ದ ಪ್ಯೂರಿಫಿಕೇಶನ್ ಆಫ್ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟೆನ್ಸ್ ಫೈನ್ ಅಟ್ ಇಶ್ಯೂಸ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಮೆಮೊರಿ ಬಿಕಮ್ ಸ್ಯಾಂಟಿಫೈಡ್ ಸಿ ಹೌ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ವರ್ಕಿಂಗ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ವೆರಿ ಸಪಲ್ ಯು ನೋ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವೆನ್ ಮೆಮೊರಿ ಇಸ್ ಸ್ಯಾಂಟಿಫೈಡ್ one can think of the path of liberation and all these combined together lead to krishna consciousness the great necessity of present day society you know we want to remember shlokas we want to remember the philosophy we want to, how we just eat rubbish how we can understand and remember no we cannot we have to eat purified food stuffs we have to do all these things and then we can understand krishna consciousness so this is why also a spiritual master is very satisfied when his devotees are taking prasadam because that will give them the intelligence to understand krishna same thing in the um, second chapter 65th verse prasade sarva dukhanam hani rasyopajayate prasanna chetaso hi ashu buddhi paryavatishthate prasade sarva dukhanam hanir asya upajayate so by prasadam of course here it is mentioned as when you achieve the achieve the mercy of the lord then uh, all your you know read the translation for one does satisfied in krishna consciousness uh, prasade i mean by the mercy of the lord when one is satisfied the, the threefold mes- miseries of material existence exist no longer in such satisfied consciousness one's intelligence is soon well, well established this is spoken in a general way krishna's mercy but the same applies to prasadam in fact prabhupada used this quote in reference to prasadam in one place ಪ್ರಸಾದೇ ಸರ್ವ ದುಃಖಾನಾಂ ಹಾನೆ ರಸೋಪಜಾತೆ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟೂ ದುಃಖಸ್ ದ ದುಃಖ ಆಫ್ ದ ಬಾಡಿ ದುಃಖ ಆಫ್ ದ ಸೋಲ್ ದ ಪ್ರೈಮರಿ ದುಃಖ ಆಫ್ ದ ಬಾಡಿ ಇಸ್ ಹಂಗರ್ ಸೊ ದಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಸ್ಯಾಟಿಸ್ಫೈಡ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದ ಹಂಗರ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಸೋಲ್ ಇಸ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಸ್ಯಾಟಿಸ್ಫೈಡ್ ಬೈ ಪ್ರಸಾದಂ ಸೈಮಲ್ಟೇನಿಯಸ್ಲಿ ಸರ್ವ ದುಃಖಾನಂ ಹಾನೇರ್ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಫಿನಿಷಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಟ್ ಮಿಟಿಗೇಟ್ಸ್ ಸೊ ಪ್ರಸಾದೇ ಸರ್ವ ದುಃಖಾನಾಂ ಹಾನೆ ರಸೋಪಜಾತೆ ಪ್ರಸನ್ನ ಚೇತಸ ಇ ಬಿಕಮ್ಸ್ ವೆರಿ ಹ್ಯಾಪಿ you give prasadam to anybody they'll become very happy <laughs> anybody they'll become very happy when you give prasadam when you talk philosophy they sometimes become angry at you but if you want to make them happy give them prasadam even in the material way it is said that the best way to a man's heart is through his stomach you know if you want to satisfy someone if you want to win over his heart first cook for him nicely and you know offer nice food stuff when he gets the um when he likes the food stuff then slowly that's how priti lakshanam no that is priti lakshanam dadati pratigrahanati guhyam akhyat pruchyati bhungte bhojayate chaiva uh, offering prasadam and accepting prasadam in this way devotees um, build the rapport among themselves and then they will develop the strong friendship bonds of friendship so uh, prasanna chetasa he ashu ashu very quickly he becomes very happy and buddhihi paryavatishthate one's intelligence here you see is soon well established 
ఆహార శుద్ధౌ సత్వశుద్ధి సత్వశుద్ధౌ ధృవాస్మృతి ధృవాస్మృతి స్మృతిలంభే విప్రమో విప్రమోక్ష సిం సత్వశుద్ధి ధృవాస్మృతి ధృవాస్మృతి సర్వగ్రంథినాం విప్రమోక్ష స్మృతిలంభే సో అవర్ ఇంటెలిజెన్స్ బికమ్స్ వెల్ ఎస్టాబ్లిష్ వాట్ ఈస్ వెల్ ఎస్టాబ్లిష్డ్ ద మీన్స్ ఇన్ ఇన్స్ట్రక్షన్స్ ఆఫ్ కృష్ణ ఫాలోయింగ్ ది ఇన్స్ట్రక్షన్స్ యూనో దిస్ ఈస్ వెల్ ఎస్టాబ్లిష్డ్ ఇంటెలిజెన్స్ వెన్ వీఆర్ విమ్సికలీ యాక్టింగ్ then that is not a well established intelligence that is a misdirected intelligence so prasadam will lead to all these things therefore spiritual master is very happy this is the fourth verse so you see how much depth so now fifth verse wow we are only halfway through shri radhika madhavayo rapara madhurya leela gunaroopanam nam ప్రతీక్షణ స్వాదనలోరవిందం శ్రీరాధిక మాధవయోరపార మాధురీయలీలాధిక ఆఫ్ శ్రీమతి రాధారాణి మాధవయో దిస్ ఈస్ రాధికా మాధవయో ద్వివచన్ డబుల్ టూ సంస్కృత గ్రామర్ ఎనివే సో శ్రీరాధిక మాధవయోర్ అపార అన్లిమిటెడ్ ఆఫ్ శ్రీమతి రాధారాణి అండ్ లార్డ్ మాధవ కృష్ణ అపార అన్లిమిటెడ్ మాధుర్య లీలా కాంజుగల్ పాస్ టైమ్స్ గుణ క్వాలిటీస్ రూప ఫార్మ్స్ నామ్ నామ్ ఆఫ్ ద హోలీ నేమ్స్ ప్రతిక్షణ అట్ ఎవ్రీ మూమెంట్ ఆస్వాదన రెలిషింగ్ లోలుపస్య హూ ఆస్పైర్స్ ఆఫ్టర్ వందే గురో శ్రీ చరణారవిందం ఐ ఆఫ్ మై రెస్పెక్ట్ లో బేసెన్సెస్ అండ్ టు ద లోటస్ స్వీట్ ఆఫ్ సచ్ ఎ స్పిరిచువల్ మాస్టర్ సో వాట్ ఈస్ ద మీనింగ్ ద స్పిరిచువల్ మాస్టర్ ఈస్ ఆల్వేస్ ఈగర్ టు హియర్ అండ్ చాంట్ అబౌట్ ద అన్లిమిటెడ్ కాంజుగల్ పాస్ టైమ్స్ ఆఫ్ రాధా అండ్ మాధవ అండ్ దర్ క్వాలిటీస్ నేమ్స్ అండ్ ఫార్మ్స్ ద స్పిరిచువల్ మాస్టర్ ఎస్పైర్స్ టు రెలిష్ దీస్ అట్ ఎవ్రీ మూమెంట్ i offer my respectful obeisances unto the lotus feet of such a spiritual master so this is the at every moment you know that first uh, second shloka mahaprabhu kirtana nritya geeta vaditra madhyan manaso rasena every moment he is relishing these ecstasies now here also the same thing is mentioned so this is the position of spiritual master so if anybody claims to be a spiritual master he must have these symptoms if he doesn't have therefore especially the second verse the the fifth verse the sixth verse and seventh verse especially second fifth and sixth um explain or uh, highlight the symptoms or the ecstatic or, or the exalted symptoms of the spiritual master which cannot which cannot be replicated by an ordinary conditioned soul therefore this guruvashtakam is only and strictly only for a pure devotee and not for anybody else so in uh, in um, there was interestingly a few years back um a seminar kirtan's standards seminar kirtan standards seminar in iskon and one of the swamis um jayadvaita swami um, although he has done a lot of service to shri prabhupad but um you know unfortunately all the senior devotees uh, have committed a lot of offenses also 
lately. Um, so he was saying something very startling, very something very shocking, very very disturbing. So he said this uh, Guruvashtakam song is not the Prabhupada song, it is the Guru's song. It is not meant for the founder Acharya of our Iskon Srila Prabhupada. That's what he said. Definitely, Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur, of course, wrote this way before Prabhupada even came into this world. He, he wrote for his spiritual master. But in Iskon, in our Hare Krishna movement started by Srila Prabhupada, of course, as I came, now we are separate from Iskon because Iskon has deviated from the have they separated themselves from strictly following the instructions of Srila Prabhupada. Uh, but so in our movement, that song, this Guru Vashtakam, is for Srila Prabhupada and no one else. Absolutely no one else. It is reserved for Srila Prabhupada. Let me get this very, very clear. Okay, it is only for Srila Prabhupada. These fifth, sixth, and second verse cannot be done by any ordinary soul. They cannot. Um, and Srila Prabhupada actually instituted this song in the Mangalarti. The reason why he replaced the Vibhavarishesha song with this song is to make it very clear that the instruction of the spiritual, they have to worship Prabhupada, you know. He wanted his founder Acharya. He did not mention himself as a founder only. He is the Acharya. He is the Acharya for this movement. Founder and Acharya. Not founder and ex-Acharya or something like that. No, founder Acharya, that's it. So, this is for Srila Prabhupada. In our context, it is for Srila Prabhupada. Right? So, he is in this Uttama, Bhagavat Uttama. He is um, highest. He is the first class devotee. There are three classes of devotees. Third class, second class, first class. That is also explained in the 11th canto. But, a spiritual master is the topmost, first class devotee. So, a beginner in devotional service is a third class devotee who might still have some materialistic desires, who is still not very strong in the philosophy, who does not know how to sometimes behave with the devotees, who may do deity worship and take the guru with uh, great respect, but then again, he does not, he sometimes fails in fulfilling the uh, orders of the spiritual master, you know, like that. So, this is third class devotee. Um, this is where we should always think that we are. At least I am a third class devotee, for sure. I am not trying to be humble or I am, no, no, no. I am just being honest. So, <clears throat> the third class devotee. Second class devotee is a preacher uh, who actually identifies that I have to cultivate. Uh, he cultivates uh, love for the Lord. He has great respect for the spiritual master. Uh, what is that? Prema Maitri Kripa Peksha. Ishvareta Dathine Shu Balishe Shu Dvishat Sucha. So he tries to uh, increase his love for Krishna, develops friendship with devotees. Uh, that friendship with devotees also is differently manifested, that is in the nectar of instruction. Uh, with senior devotees, we have to ask confidentially, serve them like that. And with uh, devotees of the same or those who are initiated, we have to offer them respectful obeisances. And for those who are junior uh, we offer them you know uh, mercy by giving them instructions giving sharing with them the knowledge and you know and also serving them also but in a different way 
and those who are not initiated, they are at least chanting Krishna's name, we have to offer our mental respects to them. So, in this way there are rules. So, he cultivates friendship with devotees and then he tries to be uh, compassionate to the innocent people and he preaches Krishna conscious to them, consciousness to them and um, to, with the envious, he just neglects them, Upeksha. So, that is second class devotee and the first class devotee is he who is always thinking of Krishna, who thinks that he is the most fallen, everybody else is greater than him and therefore, sometimes he does not even preach because he thinks, oh, what can a junior preach to a senior? Uh, he thinks everybody else is senior, I am actually the most fallen. So, he is always absorbed in Krishna consciousness in that way, in the utmost humility and is always remembering Krishna, never fails. So, Acharya, uh, empowered uh, devotee like Srila Prabhupada, uh, he is actually from the Uttama Adhikari platform, the first class devotee. But he has accepted himself, accepted the role of a second class devotee as a preacher. Um, therefore, Jayadhvani or you know the, the prayers that we say after the Kirtan when we, lie, I mean, when, we when we bow down and we say Jayom Vishnu Pada Paramahamsa Parivraja Gacharya Ashtotra Satashri Srimadis Divine Grace Abhayacharanaravinda Bhakti Vedanta Swami Shri Prabhupada Kijaya. So, when we say this, in fact, we will have a class of all the Jayadhvani prayers as well one day because devotees don't know why, why devotees say this and why Jay, 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 what is that, what the devotees are saying, Vishnu Pada Paramahamsa, what they don't, don't even care, don't care. So, we should not be like this, so we should care. So, anyway, we will have the class on that one. So, he is Paramahamsa, first class devotee, but he comes to the level of Parivrajagacharya, a preacher to show mercy to the, on the empowerment of Krishna, he becomes a preacher and shows the mercy to everybody. So, but internally, he is always eager to hear and chant about the conjugal, and not only eager, he is actually chanting and hearing. In fact, once there was an incident where, uh, many times actually incidents, where Srila Prabhupada would read his own books. And uh, one devotee asked Prabhupada, why are, Shri Prabhupada, why are you reading your own books? You have written them after all. And Shri Prabhupada said, no, I have not written them. They are so perfect. Krishna dictated, I just wrote. So, it is Krishna's words, it is not my words. So, I am also reading my own books. So, if Prabhupada is reading his own, his, own, his books, uh, we, we, we don't, we, we are more than um, Prabhupada. Then. So, we should read every day Prabhupada's books. Uh, we, should, we must make it our daily function. We cannot say, oh Prabhu, I don't have time. No, no, no. We have time. We just have to shift our priorities. We have prioritized our time wrongly because time, everybody has the same time. Why some, some people have the time, some people don't? Because they prioritize wrongly. Uh, so, our priorities must be always um, focused or based on spiritual life and other things additional. First is spiritual life, most important. Next is material maintenance and then other things. In fact, once you are, you figure these two out, you will have no other, no other, nothing else. <laughs> you will have no time for anything else because you will be, because this is the priority. Um, so, therefore, Kamasanendra Priti, just keep that maintenance of the body to the minimum, rest the whole time spent for self-realization. So, we should read at least whatever, even if there is you know, very difficulty in time or, you know, we are busy with work or whatever. We must spend at least, Prabhupada said one hour, two hours. That is the ideal. But at least, at least half an hour, 
start make a start so once you start then you will automatically once you start tasting we have a starting problem actually once you start you don't like to stop it's actually very of course sometimes devotees feel very sleepy and sleep so <laughs> unfortunately but actually if you start reading attentively it's so interesting that you will not be able to stop so give yourself half an hour okay let me read for half an hour and then start reading and then automatically it becomes interesting it will increase day by day and once it increases and once you understand the messages and once you of course sometimes you always understand every devotee listening to this class now knows that we are not the body we are the soul but how many times you forget how many actually let me put it this way how many times you remember that we are not the body no we, how many times you forget it's like majority of the time we are in forgetfulness of that fact so it takes repeated you know it is said even in advertisement in advertisement it takes at least 7 to 8 times they have to de- the, the i mean the the consumer the prospective customer must see it 7 to 8 times in different places for it to register in his mind that there is such an advertisement such a product he sees once he doesn't pay much attention then he sees on youtube when he is watching maybe something uh, the ad will come maybe then a billboard then maybe a tv commercial then he sees again and then maybe some so in this way he sees many places then he, he it starts to sink into his consciousness that there is such a product there is such a thing so if that is the case for material as <laughs> understand i just imagine spirituality we have forgotten the lord for trillions of years so how much reminding it takes thousands and millions of times we have to sometimes some people ask they they are too impatient they want to get into some radha krishna big big topics they ask why prabhu is always talking about you know body and soul and all these things you know basic basic is talking basic itself we do not understand uh, what do you want to actually shil prabhu's books has everything even the topmost everything radha krishna love everything is there but we can't see it we only are seeing the body 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 of course shil prabhu many, many times repeated it actually this is experience in reading prabhu's books when one reads as an absolute beginner he will only understand those things at his stage although prabhu is speaking of many many things he is speaking of brahma jyoti paramatma bhagavan sometimes the immediate i mean the, the beginner reader he won't even register these words at all he will understand something some things he will get an idea but actually prabhu is explaining the whole tattva everything but we can only grasp that much so as we advance and read the same book again we will understand deeper things and deeper things and deeper things and deeper things so this books of shri prabhupada are an ocean of nectar and the ocean has goes to great depths but this is an unlimited ocean however whenever you read prabhupada's books as corresponding to our <clears throat> following his instructions that much we will become more capable of diving deeper into the ocean bhakti rasamrita sindhu the ocean of nectar of devotional service so don't ever think that prabhupada only gave the basics no if i am only seeing the basics that means that is what i need to understand first and once one understands that and you read the same thing you will understand even deeper and deeper uh, aspects of it the entire radhakrishna lila everything is there in prabhupada's books everything it is just how much we are advanced you see uh, then we will get to realize his, his books more and more
So, spiritual master is always in that, he is always relishing. So, that spiritual master of my respectful obeisances. Now, let us go to the sixth verse. This is even going longer than the previous class. I thought this will be shorter actually. Sixth verse. Nikunjayu no so, Nikunjayunam. So, this is here also. I see some devotees pronounce it whatever they want, you know, sometimes they do not see the words. We should <laughs> look at the I mean, look at the text. Hmm. <laughs> so Nikunja Yuna. Yuna means the youth. Youth. Um Yuvatinam Yatha Yunam. So there is a verse in Vishnu Puran like that. So anyway, Nikunja Yuna of Radha and Krishna, the youth of Nikunja or Vrindavan. There is a forest Nikunjavan. In Vrindavan there are twelve forests, one of them is Nikunjavan. So, like this, Nikunja Yunaha, the youth of the forest of Vrindavan, Radha and Krishna, Rati of conjugal love, Keli of pastimes, Siddhyai for the perfection, Yaya, whatever, Alibhi by the gopis, Alibhi, Yaya Alibhir, Alibhi means gopis, Yuktihi, arrangements, Apekshani, ya, desirable. Tatra, in that connection, Atidakshat. Because of being very expert, daksha means expert, dakshat means being very expert, because of being very expert, ati means in great amounts, supreme amount, ativallabhasya, who is very dear, vande guru sri charanaravindam, I offer my respectful obeisances unto such a spiritual master. Translation. I don't have to be very much guilty with this class going this long today because there's none sitting here. I mean, those who have to go back to their homes. So, since you're watching from home, I hope this is okay with you. Um, so, we'll go through this. The spiritual master is very dear because he is expert in assisting the gopis who at different times make different tasteful arrangements for the perfection of Radha and Krishna's conjugal loving affairs within the groves of Vrindavan. I offer my humble obeisances under the lotus feet of such a spiritual master. How can a conditioned soul be, uh, you know, uh, put on this pedestal? He's saying the spiritual master is assisting the gopis in, a, in serving Radha and Krishna. This is completely out of the purview of all conditioned souls at the moment. Only when one is completely uh, realized, then you will get the, the Siddha, uh, Siddha Deha, then he will understand who is he in the spiritual world. Uh, but at this point, we do not know our constitutional position in the spiritual world. We know we are servant of Krishna, but, but in which capacity we do not know and there is no need to know now and we cannot know also anyway. And sometimes people make this uh, imitation, uh, somebody actually one of uh, Srila Prabhupada's disciples in the early days, you know, in Vrindavan, he, he went to some Babas. He, he went out of the Vrindavan temple and went to some Babas 
some Vrindavan Babas and all this. And you know, as much as we should respect all, respect all the Dham Vasis, the, the, the people in the Dham, Srila Prabhupada did not want us to associate with every one of them because some of them may be just offenders, some of them, I mean, they may be devotees, but you know, there is so much contamination. And some of them even may have illicit affairs with women and all these things. So many things are going on there, which is, which is not uh, standard devotional practices. So, Srila Prabhupada did not want us to go and associate with them. But, you know, this devotee, he went out and he met with some Babas here and there. Now, it is even fashion among the Iskon Gurus, honestly, that they are meeting all these Babas in Vrindavan, Radha Kundis Baba. And they are getting contaminated with Mayavad philosophy and talking some high-level Radha Krishna pastimes when they are not even, they can't even give up their girlfriend being a sannyasi. And they are talking about Radha Krishna pastimes. This is all rubbish. So, so this devotee was told by this Baba that you are actually a peacock in the spiritual world. So, this foolish fellow, he started uh, cooing like a peacock, practicing, you know, how to, uh, you know, shout like a peacock. <laughs> in that way, Shukadeva Goswami must be uh, trying to, you know, make the parrot sound, right? But he spoke the Bhagavatam, come on. I mean, so, uh, this is what happens when we try to artificially, when we are not there, <laughs> Sugadeva Goswami is actually a parrot in the spiritual world. So, he was in the groves of Vrindavan and he, he, he is looking at him and he is witnessing all the pastimes of Radha and Krishna. That's why he never uttered the word of uh, Radha in the, in the Bhagavatam because if he uttered, he would at once stop the narration of Bhagavatam and he would just swoon in ecstasy. So, he did not want his, again, the same thing, he did not want to interrupt his service of speaking about Krishna to Parishit Maharaj. So, he did not mention the name Radha because if he mentions it once, he will just be lost in that ecstasy. So, he is a parrot, but he did not make a parrot sound. Come on. He is making, he is uh, quoting such beautiful shlokas in the Bhagavatam. So, <laughs> this foolish devotee, he went and started making sounds like peacock and he was practicing to become that peacock in the spiritual world. So, this is what happens <laughs> when a fool, when a third class devotee tries to imitate a first class devotee. So, spiritual master is actually assisting the gopis. There are some so-called Babas and so-called, you know, uh, unauthorized devotees, you will find in Vrindavan also. They, men, they think now they are gopis actually, uh, they are dressed like women. They, this, the, come on, he's not talking about the, like Rupa Goswami, he is actually Rupa Manjari. He is the assistant of the gopis, he is a Manjari. Manjari means younger gopis who assist the elder gopis. Elder means not the old gopis, no talking about like you know like very young girls like you know 10 11 years that age they assist the gopis who are like about 15 years 16 years that age and those gopis assist radha and krishna so gopi bhartu padakamalayor dasa dasa anudasa chetan mahaprabhu is taught us so this manjari means she is a servant of the gopis and the gopis serve radha rani and even then there is hierarchy you know this gopi assists that gopi and that gopi but like okay radha krishna are there and then radha rani has many servants Gopis, chief gopis, and each gopi has a big army of gopis. You know, she is coordinating the whole thing. She is like the GBC of the whole gopi and all the gopis. And each gopi has sub subordinate gopis helping her. So there is a whole hierarchy of army, and each of them are preparing certain things and preparing all of them are assisting. And these chief gopis, they actually serve Radha and Krishna with different eatable, different so many arrangements. They decorate the swing and then everything, everything. So, grand arrangements, you know. So, our spiritual master, our spiritual master, he is assisting the gopis. 
So that is his position. Ati Dakshad, very expert in assisting also. Not like he is making mistakes and getting scolded. No, he is actually, uh, you know, <laughs> he is very expert in assisting the gopis. <laughs> like we get scolded, you know, when we do some nonsense, you know, in our service and we do mistakes when you get, when you get chastised by, here we get chastised by Sindhugopal Prabhu and like that. So, because we, we fumble in our service, but because we are not expert, we are not Daksha. But he is Daksha, he is very expert. It's like Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. Um, even preaching is, is actually uh, assisting the gopis only. Mm. They also glorified the preachers. Tavakathamritam, tapta jivanam, kavibhiriditam, kalmashapaham, shravanamangalam, srimadatatam, bhuvigranantiye, bhuridajana. Uh, the gopis are uh, glorifying the preachers. Uh, <coughs> so, everything service. So, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur ordered Prabhupada to preach to the western countries and Prabhupada did it expertly. Daksha, Ati Dakshat. Everything he was expert, cooking he was expert, singing he was expert, preaching he was expert, writing he was expert, lecturing he was expert, everything expert. You see, everything you see Prabhupada is an expert. So, that is the position of spiritual master. Seventh, go to the seventh verse now. Sakshadharitvena <coughs> samastha shastraer uktastatha bhavyata eva sadbhi kintu prabhorya priya eva tasya vande guru shri charanaravindam Sakshadharitvena Go to the word to word meanings Saksha directly, Haritvena, with the qualities of Hari, Samasta, all, Shastrai, by scriptures, Uktaha, acknowledged, Tatha, does, Bhavyate is considered. Okay, I am going through this very fast, but you try to inculcate these meanings in your mind. When you are saying the song, Saksha, Haritvena, Samasta, Shastrai, we should know the meaning, Samasta, Shastrai, Uktas, Tatha, Bhavyata, Eva, Sadhi. We should know these meanings, okay. This is why we are going through the word to word. You get into the habit. I urge all the devotees to get into the habit of going through these word-to-word -word meanings. This is the single best way to learn the verses and always think of their meaning. Uktastatha bhavyata eva sadbhi. Bhavyata. Bhavyata means is considered. Eva also sadbhi by great saintly persons. Kintu, however, prabho to the Lord, yaha, who, priya, dear, eva certainly, tasya of him, the Guru, vande guru sri charanaravindam. I offer obeisances to my spiritual master's lotus feet. Now, what is the meaning? The spiritual master is to be honored as much as the Supreme Lord. Why always there are some shocking sounds? <laughs> always some shocking sounds should be there from <laughs> some bomb blast, some I mean something has to happen always. <laughs> the spiritual master is to be honored as much as the supreme lord because he is the most confidential servitor of the lord sakshadharitvena samasta shastrai so all the shastras say that sakshadhari guru is sakshadhari um, i think there is one verse um, I don't know where is this verse from. I always used to chant since childhood. 
but mayavadis also chant this so that's why we don't chant in our movement much but i have always heard this word guru brahma guru vishnu guru devo maheshwaraha guru sakshat parabrahma tasmay shri gurave namaha i don't know if this is any but it, it it is not against our um, philosophy uh, we actually will take there it is said guru sakshat parabrahma he is representative of all the demigods you see there is one verse nice verse maybe somebody who is watching this uh, maybe can do a research of where that verse is from gurur brahma gurur vishnu maybe you can learn something but wherever it is from this is the verse that we have from bhagavatam acharyam maam vijaniyan na avamanyeta karhichit na martya na martya buddhya suyeta sarvadeva mayo guru so this is uh, this verse is showing not correct 265 actually it is bhagavatam canto uh, 11 chapter 17 text 27 i think it will change after some time so now the translation one should know the acharya as myself krishna is speaking here to uddhava krishna is speaking that one should know the acharya as myself and never disrespect him in any way one should not envy him thinking him an ordinary man for he is the representative of all the demigods um, he is representative of all the chief demigod everything he is representative and he is actually equal with krishna that means he is higher than even the demigods sarvadeva mayo guru because demigods themselves are serving krishna and if he is on the level of krishna because demigods also they have they are having some material duties material responsibilities a spiritual master gave up everything for the service of krishna he does not even have a pinch of desire for material whereas uh, even the demigods have material desires still there is um chapter 7 text 13 of bhagavad gita tribhir gunamayair bhavair ebhi sarvamidam jagat mohitam nabhijanati mamebhya paramavyayam here it is said deluded by the three modes goodness passion and ignorance the whole world does not know me who am above the modes and inexhaustible so in this whole universe nobody knows because they are all under the three modes even the demigods they may be in the mode of goodness but they are still in the modes so there is another verse in the 18th chapter 40th verse which states natadasti prithivyam va divideveshu va punah satvam prakriti jayar muktam ye yadebhi syatribhir gunai there is no being existing either here or among the demigods in the higher planetary systems which is freed from these three modes born of material nature which is freed from the three modes born of material nature see even the demigods are not free from these three modes Indra is considered one of the most lustiest person in the universe. He is always after women. So the mode of passion is there. Always is predominantly in the mode of goodness. You know, the lust is there. A spiritual master has none of that. So therefore, he is to be as good, considered as good as Krishna. Uh, and more so because he is delivering the message of Krishna. He is delivering the message of Krishna. Sakshat Dharitvena. Therefore, he should be given the same respect as we would give Krishna. 
In fact, even before bowing down to Krishna, we have to bow down to the Srila Prabhupada first, the Guru first. Because um, without Guru, what, what, what we can understand about uh, Krishna? What we could ever understand about Krishna? And how we would go to Him? No. It is only through the Guru that we can actually access Krishna. So, first pay respects to Guru and then to Krishna. Some people do the other way. Those who are not experienced, they first bow down to Krishna and while going out, they just say like this to Prabhupada, like this and go out. No. First, fall flat at Prabhupada's feet and then fall flat in front of Krishna. That's the proper way. Why? Although he is considered, uh, to be considered same as Krishna, but we should not mistake, commit this mistake to say that Prabhupada is Krishna. No. That is the worst thing we can do. That's why it is said, Kintu. However, uh, if you see the word, Kintu is there. Kintu Prabhor Yaha Priya Evatasya. However, uh, it is not that he is the he is Krishna. He is to be considered the same as Krishna because Yaha Priya Evatasya. He is very dear to Krishna. Something very dear to Krishna is as good as Krishna also. That is why. So, this is the proper understanding of the uh, philosophy. So, just like Tulusi is very dear to Krishna. Therefore, we worship her. There will be another class on the Tulusi song as well. Why we worship Tulusi Marani. We can go very deep in that as well. So, anyway. So, Kintu Prabhorya Priya Evatasya. He is very dear servitor of Krishna. Uh, once Srila Prabhupada answered this question. If he is the same as Krishna, then he is different from Krishna. Then how? What, how to actually understand? Uh, so, Srila Prabhupada said, the uh, Krishna is uh, Godhead who is served and again, shocking song. So, the Guru is Servitor Godhead, Servitor Godhead, you know. So, Guru is Servitor Godhead. So, he is a Servitor. Actually, Guru is an expansion of Balram. Balram is the Adi Guru. When we say uh, Jai Sri Sri Guru Gauranga, many people think it is Srila Prabhupada and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. <laughs> There's nothing wrong, but actually the Guru is referring to Nityananda Prabhu. Guru, because he is the Adi Guru, he is Balram. And our spiritual master is a representative of Nityananda Prabhu or Lord Balram. So, when we say Guru Gauranga, it is actually Chaitanya Nithai or Nithai Gauranga, Nithai Gaur, Gaur Nithai. So, like that. So, Kintu Prabhorya Priya Evatas. He is very dear, servitor of Krishna. Therefore, he should be. Uh, that is why there is one important thing here. Uh, we should not even think that we should. Uh, I will become one of the gopis in Vrindavan or I will become like Nanda Maharaj. I will become like Yashoda. No. Prabhupada said even that is impersonalism because it is like merging with Krishna. Because those devotees who are very dear to Krishna, who are especially his intimate associates, they are as good as Krishna. To become one with them is to become one with Krishna. So, 
Rupa said, even that is impersonalism. We should always try to become Gopi Bhartu Padakamalayor Dasa 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 Anu Dasa. That is proper personalism. So, that is why uh, this uh, equality of Krishna, the intimate devotees are equal to Krishna because of this, being very dear. Now, the last verse. So, our spiritual master is such a intimate devotee of Krishna. Krishna Lingita Vigraha. Of course, each verse we can go into extreme depths, but another place Krishna, Prabhupada actually quoted the verse, Krishna Lingita Vigraha, that means he is embracing Krishna always. That is the spiritual master. Now, Yasya Prasada, Bhagavat Prasada. Fine, spiritual master is very great. Now, how to get Bhagavat Prasada? Yasya Prasada. That means, so we will chant the verse first. Yasya Prasada, Bhagavat Prasada, Yasya Prasada, Nagati Kutopi. Dhyayans tuvam stasya yashastri sandhyam Vande guru shri charnaravindam Word to word. Yasya, of whom? The spiritual master. Prasadat, by the grace, by the mercy. Bhagavat, of Krishna. Prasadat, the mercy. Yasya, of whom? Aprasadat. Without the grace, na, not, gati, means of advancement. There is no means of advancement if, there, if the spiritual master is not pleased. Kuta api, from anywhere. Where from? Anywhere. Dhyayan, meditating upon. Stuvan, stuvan, praising. Tasya, of him, the spiritual master. Yashah, the glory. Trisandhyam, three times a day, sunrise, noon and sunset. Vande Guru Sri Charanaravindam. I offer my respectful obeisances under the lotus feet of such a spiritual master. By the mercy, translation, by the mercy of the spiritual master, one receives the benediction of Krishna. Without the grace of the spiritual master, one cannot make any advancement. Therefore, I should always remember and praise the spiritual master. At least three times a day, I should offer my respectful obeisances under the lotus feet of my spiritual master. So, this is very, very important. So, to get Bhagavad Prasada, the mercy of Krishna, there is only one way, through the spiritual master. Narutam Das Thakur has also sung, Chadiya Vaishnav Seva Nistar Peche Keba. Uh, whoever has ever, who has ever um, crossed the ocean of material existence without serving a Vaishnava? In other words, nobody. So, without serving the Vaishnava, close softly when you close, huh? close softly, otherwise it will bang again, other shocking sound will come. Hmm. Thank you. So, by the mercy of spiritual master, one receives the benediction of Krishna. When the spiritual master is satisfied, then Krishna is satisfied. The means to satisfy Krishna. Now, we all know we must satisfy Krishna, we must serve Krishna. But how do we know Krishna is satisfied? We don't know. Okay, I have did some service. I think I have done it well. You know, many devotees, especially in the third class, we don't know. Prabhu, you know, I, 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 I cook like this, I, I did like this. Well and good. You could have done more. You could have done better. 
of course it's good <laughs> we are encouraging everyone who have whatever service you are doing but we sometimes feel we did adequately we served adequately we never served adequately we we can never serve adequately there is always scope for improvement um, and sometimes we may commit offenses not even knowing sometimes i see devotees they have altar it looks all right it looks all right but if you zoom into the photo some ganesh will be there some ganesh somewhere in the corner <laughs> some lakshmi will be there somewhere without narayan you know some some this kind of contamination still there sometimes and some baba's picture will be there or some guru's picture will be there who is not devotee who doesn't have a parampara nothing and his fixed picture will be there in the altar no prabhu my from childhood i have been worshiping what to do you know like nothing no room for sentiments and even when we are serving krishna also we may have our own you know oh i come from telugu family so in telugu we do like this no i come from orissa family we do like this in maharashtra we do like this in in gujarat we do like this in punjab we do like this in tamil nadu we do like this no we will do what our spiritual masters asked us to do we don't bring this and sometimes you know uh, devotees wish each other you know happy uh, ugadi for telugu you know new year is ugadi happy new year telugu new year happy punjabi new year happy happy what vaisakhi uh, you know that vaisakhi and happy uh, what uh, tamil new year we are not for this we 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 are strict our new year is gaurapurnima our years start from gaurapurnima gaurabda you know samvatsara so when we are devotees we should come out of all sarvopadhive nirmuktam tatparatvena nirmalam let us get out of this or sometimes even uh, happy new year prabhu january 1st oh happy new year happy new year what happy new year of course we have kirtan here that is an excuse because everybody has a holiday everybody want to celebrate okay let's celebrate you know have kirtan we have 24 hour kirtan here but uh, it is not because we want to celebrate the new year no because everybody is they celebrate they don't know how to celebrate they'll go to some you know in singapore we have a place where there are firecrackers not everybody can um, um, play with firecrackers in singapore so when they do this fireworks and everybody goes and sees there and instead of you know wasting time there we offer one um, place here we we have 24 hour kirtan so that is a better sound instead of all the tak 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 sound we can hare krishna hare krishna this sound is better this is transcendental sound vibration so to celebrate in with this sound is the most um, uh, auspicious so it is not just to celebrate the new year with we doing that kirtan it is an excuse to do kirtan and glorify the lord so now even if our, with our birthdays birthdays are days when usually western idea of birthday is to be served everybody must give you gifts you, somebody prepares a cake for you you have to cut the cake and you will eat the cake first you are served when when we are served our pride only increases but vedic way of celebrating is to serve to serve to serve others by serving others we become humble by getting served we become proud so our idea is to become humble is the best way so we can celebrate our birthdays by which way by serving by by sponsoring a feast for radha madan mohan 
you know, like that for Krishna. So, like this. So, we, we can celebrate like that. Uh, sponsor on Vaishnava Bhojan or, you know, like this. Shastradan, um, you know, Bhog, for, uh, Bhog offering for Krishna. So, in this way, we can celebrate our birthday by contributing to the Lord and for the benefit of the people. So, in that way, one should celebrate. So, anyway, digressing a bit. But coming back to the point, <coughs> the proper way to um, serve the spiritual master, uh, serve Krishna is to serve the spiritual master, not directly Krishna. So, when devotees do all these mistakes in their uh, uh, devotional service, they don't advance. So, they, so how they think they are satisfying Krishna, but actually they are not. So, how to know whether we are satisfying or not, satisfying Krishna or not? We should know whether the devotee, I mean the spiritual master is satisfied or not. Now, some devotees may ask, now Prabhupada, we don't have with us physically, how do we know whether he is satisfied? Hmm. So, his disciples are there who have been trained by him and who, so, satisfying them. Of course, they must strictly follow Prabhupada, that's another thing. Uh, their only reason should, their only reason of living should be to satisfy Sri Prabhupada and Krishna. And if we satisfy such devotees, then we satisfy Prabhupada, we satisfy. Once Prabhupada, one disciple came to Prabhupada and you know, he said, Prabhupada, I have done this program, I have done that program, I have done this preaching, that preaching. Then Prabhupada listened to all that and said, who is your authority? Prabhupada, you are my authority. No, no, no. Which temple president are you working under? Um, that is what Prabhupada wants to see. Because many times they want to accept Prabhupada as the authority, but then when his disciple is saying, giving some service or chastising him a bit, oh, no, how can he say like this? You know, When I have a problem, when I have a mistake, I must correct myself. If Prabhupada was here, he would also have done the same thing, scolded. So, I should take all in the, as coming from Prabhupada only, coming from Krishna. So, um, especially nowadays, there are some so-called Prabhupada Anugas, so-called devotees of Prabhupada, following Prabhupada and stuff. But they don't actually follow Prabhupada. They criticize those who actually follow Prabhupada. And themselves, they don't take anybody else as their authority. Prabhupada is my authority. Because they have no humility to work under the direction of a temple authority. We have to work under the temple authority. Prabhupada wanted this way. Why did Prabhupada establish the temples? Why did he establish the system of management, temple president, secretary, treasurer, and then all the temple commander and all these things? Why? Because if we have any love for Prabhupada, we have to have love for the disciples of Prabhupada who are serving under him as well. And we have to follow their instructions as well. That is the proper way of service. So, always dasa, 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 dasa. So, under the Siksha Gurus also we must uh, work under. So, of course, Prabhupada also gave another hint of how we can know that we are advancing. That, uh, that shloka. Bhakti parishanu bhava virakti ranyatra chayashatrika ekakala. This is, uh, what is this? Eleven two forty two. I thought that's what I okay. 
भक्ति परेशानुभव विरक्तिरन्यत्र चैश त्रिकैक काल प्रपद्यमन से यथाश्नत स्युस्तुष्टि पुष्टि क्षुदपाघासम डिवोशन दीज आर द थिंग सिमटम्स वी विल एक्सपीरियंस इफ वी आर एक्चुअली प्लीजिंग द स्पिरिचुअल मास्टर एंड कृष्णा इफ यू आर नॉट एक्सपीरियंसिंग दीज सिमटम्स देन वी नो दैट वी आर नॉट प्लीजिंग फर्स्ट आवर डिवोशन इंक्रीजेस फॉर कृष्णा दट मीन्स मोर एंड मोर वी आर एंगेज इन कृष्णा सर्विस मोर एंड मोर वी आर एंथूज टू हियर अबाउट कृष्णा more and more we are enthused to read krishna's book if you are not getting all these feelings getting these inclinations that means we are not advancing direct experience of the supreme lord of course don't say that oh, i saw krishna you know krishna appeared to me uh, going to wild dreams you know that of course direct experience of krishna is there but also to get realizations to get deeper and deeper realizations when you read prabhupada's books we'll, and then eventually it will, it will develop into experience direct experience also but it is best not to imitate uh, direct experience because especially neophytes they they are expert at this they will try to say that hey, yesterday you know this is another favorite thing some uh, recently also some ram navami some yagna happened somewhere and the fire looked just like ram and hanuman or you know hanuman who appeared in the fire you don't know whether they are photoshop photos or not you know come on and anyway that's not the way you see krishna also so that is not called direct experience krishna is always everywhere a devotee is not very much surprised by this thing anyway krishna is there everywhere you know even when the, the thing happened you know a few years back when krishna's deities everywhere all over india even bangladesh everywhere they were taking the when you put a milk spoon you know the, the deity is drinking the milk and the spoon right in front of your eyes will become empty it will become you know slowly empty and how much ever milk they feed it will become empty and empty and empty so they were making videos like this and sharing so some devotee sh- uh, showed me that i said i mean this is happening every day viruj vijus don't have the faith the prasadam is 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 take is taken by i mean the, the bhog is taken by krishna every day and given to us as prasadam of course he gives everything back therefore we don't sometimes we take it for granted or we just put it there and came out he never ate it no he eats it purnas purnamadaya purnamevavashishyate he leaves everything back even after taking it that is krishna but just to increase our faith he sometimes enacts these pastimes of actually taking it and emptying it nothing left for us to uh, have as prasadam you know uh, that is another pastime he just to increase the conviction of the devotees otherwise the you know he is always taking it every day every day seven times we are offering is not just once in a oh, some miracle no every day he is taking you know so that faith we should have so direct experience of the supreme lord and detachment from other things this is the most visible symptom of a devotee he will be detached from other things that means materially you must become detached not that i am serving prabhupada i am serving krishna and i am also very interested in my you know Uh, how to you know decorate myself nicely or how to increase my business how to do all these things no it is to um how we we have to get detached from material life uh, and become more and more increased in spiritual life so that is a symptom hmm. and yasya prasada bhagavat prasada i just want to go through these two verses before we conclude um
okay Where is the Asar? Okay. Same. Okay, here. Uh, this is from the Chetana Charitamritam. Because this is very important for the eighth verse of this Guruvashtakam. At first, this is from Adrila chapter 12, text 8. At first, all the followers of Advaita Acharya shared a single opinion, but later they followed two different opinions as ordained by Providence. So, Acharya, disciples, they deviated, they had two different opinions. Now, you see in the purport. The words Daiver Karan indicate that by dint of providence by, or by God's will, the followers of Advaita Acharya divided into two parties. Such, disagree, such disagreement among the disciples of one Acharya is also found among the members of the Gaudiya Mat. In the beginning, during the presence of Om Vishnupada Paramahamsa Parivraj Acharya, Ashtotara Satashri Srimadhi uh, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur Prabhupada, all the disciples worked in agreement, but just after his disappearance, they disagreed. One party strictly followed the instructions of Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, but another group created their own concoction about executing his desires. Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur at, that, at the time of his departure requested all his disciples to form a governing body and conduct missionary activities cooperatively. He did not instruct a particular man to become the next Acharya. But just after his passing away, his leader, leading secretaries made plans without authority to occupy the post of Acharya and they split into two factions over the, who the next Acharya would be. Consequently, both factions were asara or useless because they had no authority having disobeyed the order of the spiritual master. Is this not the exact thing that happened in our movement in ISKCON? Prabhupada never named another, another person as a spiritual master and they immediately after his departure they did this and therefore they are all asara, useless. Despite the spiritual master's order to form a governing body and execute the missionary activities of the Gaudiya Mutt, the two unauthorized factions began litigation that is still going on after 40 years with no decision. Hmm. See how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is saying. Therefore, we do not we do not belong to any faction because but because the two parties being busy dividing the material assets of the Gaudiya Mat institution <coughs> stopped the preaching work. We took up the mission of Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur and Bhaktivana Thakur to preach the cult of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu all over the world under the protection of all the predecessor Acharyas. And we find that our humble attempt has been successful. We followed the principles especially explained by Srila Viswana Chakravarti Thakur in his commentary on the Bhagavad Gita verse beginning According to this instruction of Srila Viswana Chakravarti Thakur, it is the duty of the disciple to follow strictly the orders of his spiritual master. The secret of success in advancement in spiritual life is the firm faith of the disciple in the orders of his spiritual master. The Vedas confirm this. Shvetashvatara Upanishad, Chapter 6, Text 23. Yasya deve parabhakti yatha deve tatha gurau tasse te prakashante mahatmanaha. To one who has staunch faith in the words of the spiritual master and the words of the supreme personality of Godhead, the secret of success in, Ved in Vedic knowledge is revealed. So we can only understand Vedic knowledge if we have such staunch faith. 
So, of course, that purport actually I, I urge all devotees to read this, this few purports 12 Adilila 12.8, 9, 10, 11. 10, 9, uh, 8, 9, 10, 11. But I will just go through, skim through it. Next verse 9. Some of the disciples strictly accepted the orders of the Acharya and others deviated, independently concocting their own opinions under the spell of Daivi Maya. In the purport, <coughs> Prabhupada says, this verse describes the beginning of a schism, that means a division, a rift. When disciples do not stick to the principle of accepting the order of their spiritual master, immediately there are two opinions. Any opinion different from the opinion of the spiritual master is useless. One cannot infiltrate materially concocted ideas into spiritual advancement. That is deviation. Like they say, Jayapataka Swami had said this, that um, just like a dead father cannot produce sons, uh, the, the spiritual master, Prabhupada cannot produce any more disciples because he is gone, dead and gone. How can he speak like this? Infiltrating material ideas into spiritual advancement. He treating him like a na martya buddhya suyeta. He is treating a spiritual master like Martya, an ordinary mortal. We cannot do this. Mm. That is deviation. There is no scope of adjusting spiritual advancement to material ideas. Next verse. I will just go through the translation. The order of the spiritual master is the active principle in spiritual life. Anyone who disobeys the order of the spiritual master immediately becomes useless. Here is the opinion of Srila Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami. Persons who strictly follows the orders of, orders of the spiritual master are useful in executing the will of the supreme. Whereas other persons who deviate from the strict order of the spiritual master are useless. So there are useful devotees and useless devotees. You know, devotees also there are useful devotees and useless devotees. What is useless devotees? Those who disobey the order of the spiritual master. Yasya prasadat bhagavat prasadam, yasya aprasadan. Nagati Kutopin. There is no footing in spiritual life for such a person. They are useless. There is no need to name... Okay, this is another one. There is no need to name those who are useless. I have mentioned them only to distinguish them from the useful devotees. You see, useful devotees. Krishna Skavras himself is using the word useful devotees. So, this is the meaning of the last verse that uh, uh, by the mercy of Guru we can have mercy of Krishna. So, this is the entire Guruvashtakam, the prayers that we sing authored by Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur. I hope you know where he comes in the disciplic succession of our parampara. He is just above, just before Prabhupada Ki Jai. He is just before uh, uh, Jagannath Das Babaji. He is a contemporary of uh, Baladev Vidya Bhushan as well. Uh, <clears throat> so, with that I would like to conclude. I hope you like this. I am very very sorry, it is very long. Any questions or comments? Wow! How can I go through all this now? I am in a fix. Ah, see, Vishnu Prabhu is quoting one very nice sloka here about Mahaprasadam. Uh, Antya 16, chapter 16, text 59. Krishna Uchishta Hoy Mahaprasadanam 
भक्तदेश भक्तशेष होयले महा महा प्रसाद आख्यान दिस इज इनफैक्ट इवन मोर देन व्हाट आई सेड the remnants of food offered to lord krishna are called mahaprasadam after the same mahaprasadam has been taken by devotee the remnants are elevated to mahamahaprasadam and this is a very beautiful verse mahaprasadam mahamahaprasadam oh this is so many comments vishnu prabhu has actually <laughs> uh, this is very nice uh, quote by vishnu prabhu again quoting from shila bhagavatam purport or no it's a verse uh, chapter 4 a uh, canto 4 chapter 22 text 47 a joker's activity is simply arouse laughter and a person who has to repay the spiritual master or teacher of the transcendental message of krishna becomes a laughing stock just like a joker because it is not possible to repay such a debt the best friend and benefactor of all people is one who awakens humanity to its original krishna consciousness so if anybody tries to repay his spiritual master he is a joker he is laughable 4.22.47 in fact i have to learn that verse as well we really appreciate valuable inputs from vishwambar prabhu <laughs> hmm. one devotee is asking please give advice on where to start studying scriptures like how you have done uh, i don't consider myself very advanced actually i, I I need to study a lot but it is just from prabhupas books after all it is from prabhupas books we just have to study his books scrutinizingly mm. rajagishwar prabhu has also made an important comment here Uh, it is sad that some people who advocate the use of only the original books of prabhupada have omitted the word to word meanings just to make the book smaller in one of the pocket version of the bhagavad gita this is true there is one pocket version of the bhagavad gita as it is the so called original version which they say is original without the changes and additions that later on happened but um the word to word meanings are not there that is that's why they don't understand the importance one who does not read prabhupada's books scrutinizingly does not understand the value of the word to word meanings unfortunately although they are advocating original books it is apparent from their uh, removal of the word to word that actually they are not reading the original books of prabhupada they are just advocating it and then, but they are not reading themselves then um okay here is the starting um vishwambar prabhu says uh, no acharya in history has ever given word to word meaning except shri bhaktisiddhanta saraswati thakur yeah actually prabhupada took it from bhaktisiddhanta saraswati thakur if you see the brahma samhita he gave word to word meaning and um Uh, somebody is asking what is the difference between guru ashtakam and guru paduka stotram actually i did not come across the guru paduka stotram i will have to go through that there is another guru ashtakam written by in sri sampradaya another guru ashtakam is written very beautiful song as well there is also there but we sing the vishnu chakravarti thakur song
Hmm, what else? There is some long quote. I don't, I don't know who is this. Somebody, oh, promoting, somebody promoting Quran. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we respect all, we respect all scriptures. Just that we feel our Vedas have everything that is there in other scriptures, and everything that is not to be even found in other scriptures, it is there in our Vedas. Oh, so Vrajakishwar Prabhu has uh, said that the Guru Brahma, Guru Vishnu is apparently from Adha Sankracharya, taken from Guru Stotram. So, apparently he has composed that. Oh, the, so Vanajakshi Mataji is saying that verse is from Skandapuran Uttarakhanda, Guru Brahma. So, I have to do, I have to check these uh, comments. Vankatesh Prabhu, he is saying, each shloka is wonderful, worthful of one class Prabhu. So deep meaning, yes, actually. You, you just imagine, every Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavatam class, we only study one shloka, but there are eight shlokas, that's why it is, you see, now almost two and a half hours already. I am very guilty now. <laughs> we appreciate the, um, all the... Um, Appreciations of devotees. Somebody is asking to request, requesting to record the Guru Ashtakam and share with us. Okay. And what else? Thank you very much for everyone and we, so we will end it here. Any questions? So apparently in Prabhupada's conversations um, so he was um, Dr. Patel. I, I think you all know. So he was uh, conversing with Prabhupada and you know quoting the Guru Brahma, Guru Vishnu verse. And Prabhupada would also he said yes, yes, and he would quote the Sakshat Haritvena. That was Akshay Prabhu's input uh, from observance, observing uh, Prabhupada's conversations. So yeah, so Prabhupada uh, brought us to our parampara how we uh, how we have learnt. So like that. But if it is from the Uttarakhand or Skandapuran, then of course it is from Shastra. It's, it cannot be denied. But yeah, it is the same thing anyway. <coughs> One more also from the last class uh, regarding the offering uh, we senses. Hmm. Uh, so, it's uh, mentioned in the Negative Devotion chapter, uh, Seva Prad offense 29. Hmm. That uh, the 29th offense is one should not offer obeisances silently to the spiritual master. So, another important point. By again by Akshay Prabhu, Akshay Krishna Prabhu. So he is uh, quoting from uh, Bhaktira Samrita Sindhu, chapter 8. Offenses, Seva Aparad, 29th offense, is that one should not offer obeisances silently. That means if one of, offer just, you know, offer obeisances without chanting any mantra, that is offense. <laughs> so one must chant the 
uh, especially to the spiritual master and also to the Krishna, especially spiritual master it is said, you must chant the mantra of the spiritual, pranati mantra of spiritual master. Next. One should recite aloud the prayers to the spiritual master while offering obeisances. So, Maam Namaskuru, Krishna said, you offer me obeisances. So, now, we, how to offer the obeisances? More detail is given like this. That we have to chant the mantra and offer the obeisances. Not simply bow down like, you know, and then sleep there. <laughs> hmm. So, alright, we will end here. Jaya Srila Prabhupada ki, Guru Vashtakam ki, Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur ki, Mangalarti ki. I know it is late, but uh, hopefully we will see you all in Mangalarti. Hare Krishna.